0: Uh, all four Detroit sports and more. We even talk pizza. So, thanks for tuning in and uh, spread the word. Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the
1: show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. And now, here are your
2: hosts. I'm ninety-seven. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I'm the Ice Man.
1: Who's ninety-seven? Jeremy Roenick there
0: he is I knew it when he left Chicago went to Phoenix and then went on to play other places as well he always stayed with 97 mm-hmm.
2: Jeremy Roenick the subject of the best shit talk ever <laughs> For Mr. Patrick Wa
1: if you want the football player it's Geno Atkins
2: even though the fuck that is
1: are you serious son yes
0: why Defensive would
1: Bengals oh jesus come on come yeah on. i remember him on the Bengals. when you get down here i'm gonna uh lend you some money you can buy a
2: clue <laughs> like two he's angry gonna, people in cincinnati right now how the fuck do you not know who that is
0: he's gonna what he's gonna do is he's gonna whip out the v8 the vcr and the vhs tapes and start showing you like 90s football tapes <laughs> see this is a football was a man sport I can't really talk shit. If you'd have showed up at my house ten years ago, I'd have done it with a Bob Probert fight tapes and Rock'em Sock'em hockey. (laughs) So, (laughs) if you were inclined, I might even throw a couple CKYs in. Really fuck with your head. Oh shit! Anyways, all right. So, the NBA playoffs. Yes. NBA fucking sports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's oh, going man. on, guys? Well,
2: <laughs> so, so I, I well, I mean, the Golden State's done what Golden State's supposed to do. Uh, the, the fucking... The, the West is apparently... The conference is where sh- this shit's going to go on, where people are going to go, what the fuck? Because the Pelicans beat the fuck out of the trailblazers meaning the trailblazers didn't even fucking show up and the utah jazz look like they're gonna beat the oklahoma city thunder wtf man who is on the jazz john stockton no carl malone
1: not anymore who uh enough to beat okc i guess so enough to beat mr you don't have to have anybody on your team yeah you don't have to have anybody on your team to beat okc Fucking Russell Westbrook. Oh, I got a triple-double. I average triple-double. Whole season long, I'm the man. Yeah, you're the man. That's why your ass is first-round fodder.
2: I guess so. Actually, right now they're in uh, third quarter. Four minutes left. Jazz are up by 12 points. So by the end of this podcast, we're going to know whether or not the Thunder are still even in the fucking playoffs.
1: Well, that's what I was trying to explain to you, Chris. You can't be the fucking ball hog. And then expect to win a game. That shit doesn't work. You're not Michael Jordan. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, you're not LeBron James. It doesn't work that way. How's that not Kobe That's Bryant. not how this works. That's
0: not how any of this works. You're not Kobe Bryant, his last game in L.A.?
2: <laughs> another team was passing to him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they were,
2: too. <laughs> I have to find out who the hell is on the Jazz. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) Rudy Gobert. That's the biggest name I've seen so far. Man, there ain't nobody in the... Are they like... Is this the Moneyball version of basketball? Tony Bradley, Alex Burks, Jay Crowder, Dante Exum, Derek Favors, Rudy Gobert. That's like they're starting... uh, Hang on a minute. uh,
1: Rubio... Uh Crowder,
2: uh Ricky Rubio
1: Pull it up. Mitchell is uh in the top running for rookie of the year. That guy is like disgustingly sick and he's a rookie. Oh, by the way, there is a Stockton
2: (laughs) on the chassis. So uh, awful lot of white guys in this team photo. (laughs) <laughs> just, just putting that out there, Utah. Come on, Utah. It's the whitest state of the union. Come on, Utah. Oh, Jonas Jerebko, Piston fans, remember him? Sure. Uh, yeah, but they're about to beat the Thunder in the playoffs. So, who fucking knows? But I mean, it's just—it's just, it's, it's just going to just hand the West to Golden State, pretty much. I mean, yeah, Houston looks like they're going to beat the Timberwolves. I mean,
1: that's what it boils down to. That's what it was always going to boil down to. They're also
2: playing at this moment, and they're up by, like, eight or four on the Timberwolves. Six and a half left in the third. So, yeah. And in the east is Toronto, apparently not uh, rolling over the Wizards like we thought they were going to.
1: Right, but with uh, hang on a sec. With Utah and OKC, dude... You were asking who's on Utah. Look who's on OKC, dude. You got Adams, Paul George, Westbrook, Anthony. uh, I, I could do this all night with these people. And to look at the scores right now, Russell Westbrook has 25 points. That's as many as the next two top scorers combined. Stop it. You cannot ball hog in the playoffs. That's not how that works. You're going to lose. If you switch over to the box score for the Jazz, the, Crowder's the top guy with 23, but there's also 14, 13, 9, you know, from other people. I mean, if you don't include your team in the playoffs, in the NBA, you're going to
2: lose. Well, I guess I'd want to see Westbrook's box score for the whole series, because, I mean, it's, you know, if you're seeing the closest of 14 and 13, you know, the other guy's got 23, I mean, that's not... That, Far off from the same statistics on the other side there, Chief. One guy is always going to shine.
1: No, dude, I I just said that. Russell has as many as the next two top scorers combined in that game.
2: Yeah, so one's got 12 and one's got 13. So they're like a point or two off from the other side. A point or two? What are you looking at? I'm going by the numbers you just told me. Alright. <laughs> what? You just you just R-rated yourself. Alright, well this is silly. So I guess let's just move <laughs> on.
3: Oh,
2: <is> <laughs> See <laughs> All right. So the East. Uh Philly making short work of the heat is this it for D Wade?
0: The article, all the articles I read, he said, I'm not going to say anything
2: right now. Dude, come on. You went back to the heat. We could see the writing on the wall. Well, he's a free
1: agent. Him, Udonis Haslam, both are a free agent coming out of Miami.
2: Chicago sent you back to the heat. There's a reason for that. Pull a fucking Dwight Freeney, all right, and fucking retire.
0: See, I'm thinking maybe he's going to try to shop around as a free agent. If he doesn't get any offers that he, think are re- that he thinks are real or substantial.
2: Hey, who's got a spot probably on your bench back. for me in my busted ass knees?
0: He'll probably go back to the Heat and say, can I sign a one-day contract? And, you know, it's basically so he can retire as a member of the Heat. That'd, that'd be my guess what's going to happen. That's if no one's dumb enough to give him a contract.
2: Uh right, let's put me in the ring of honor. Love we'll Dwayne Wade Day, Bottle Hood Night. It'll be fun.
0: Pretty much. I mean, I... It sucks when you see guys hang on well past when they should, for whatever reason. But I mean, yeah. has he been, has he been anything but the butt of a few jokes no. for a while now? He's been an old guy in the
2: club for a while. So, like, what you still doing here, bro? Sure. Showing <laughs> the young bucks how to get down. But uh, yeah, and then uh, Boston. Apparently, Milwaukee Bucks, not as uh, easy to get through as you think.
1: Well, I mean, they are easy to get through, but as we pointed out last show, Boston's old and busted right now.
2: Okay, as you pointed out last show, don't bring me into this. And then didn't they just pick up uh, Kawhi Leonard somehow? Which I don't understand. Like let's let, let me look this up real quick. Cuz I swear I saw that this morning. Uh, oh, was that some dumbass writing an opinion piece? Yeah, trying to kill Time. God damn it.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's a bunch of, rumors? A bunch of articles with um should 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 Celtics offer this hypothetical trade? But this would be in
2: the off-season. Oh, God damn it. Stop filling up my fucking smartphone with bullshit. Four-letter network. God damn it. Okay, so anyways. Fuck all that. So, yeah. I still see them beating the Bucks. I still see them coming out of the East. I don't see any... Who do you see beating the Mice, man? Who's beating the Celtics? Oh, that's right, Philly. We, we did this last week. You still on that Philly bandwagon? You still drinking... You still putting that Philly cheese sauce and everything? Hello.
1: And <laughs> oh yeah, it's called a, it's called a mute button, nice man. Uh. <laughs> yes, it's definitely going to be Philly. They're not making it past Philly. I'm eating the cheese steak, even if they beat Philly. I'm still eating the cheese
0: steak. I don't give a shit. Up until they meet Cleveland in the conference finals, then he's going to be eating Cleveland steamers. <laughs>
1: I will never, ever, 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 ever eat Cleveland anything.
2: With failing LeBron James.
1: Even if I lost a bet, be, beware. I will welch on the bet. Not eating. <laughs> but I ain't going to lose. I, they're having the hardest time making it past the no-name fucking indie team.
2: Yeah, but they're, they're 4C playing a 5C. <laughs>
1: Dude, I don't see him making it past Washington or Toronto. Wow. Pick Really? West, absolutely. Wesley Wall. Uh, or, it's uh, just because you hate LeBron James. The it's not because I hate LeBron James. Stop that. My feelings about the man are, it doesn't matter. He doesn't have the team. He threw everybody he had out, brought in whole
2: new people, and it, they're not even close to Joe. Finished first in his division. What? They finished first in their division. We went over this I'll, last week. They've, I'll clap
1: and pop champagne corks for that? What do you want from me?
2: But that's what they're supposed to do. That's what they did. You got first. You went to the playoffs.
1: Any sports fan knows what you do in the regular season just gets you to the playoffs. Playoffs, whole new season.
2: Yeah, that they're winning. They're up three to two. Brown Against just hit a buzzer those-
1: beater tonight, man. Against a nobody indie team, other than Victor Oladipo. Tell me somebody on on indie.
2: Uh, is Roy Hibbert still playing? <laughs> I know Paul George used to play there. Yeah, now he's
1: getting his ass kicked in OKC. Going, Russell, pass the ball. Pass the ball, Russ.
2: All right. Cool. So NBA playoffs. Move on to the NHL. Because, I mean, it's weird. we've talked about what there is to talk about, and I just don't want to go round and round like we did last week on the same shit. So, I mean, we'll, we'll know by next week, I mean, who's who's going to be playing for the conference finals. So stay tuned. Uh, so the NHL. Boy, that shit got interesting since last week. Weren't we all last week uh, pretty much writing the Capitals' obituary?
0: Yeah, it looked like it. it. looked like the Capitals did their infamous shoot themselves in the foot, but they righted the ship. Of course, now they get to play the Penguins, so... That'll be fun. Hey, as long mm. as it doesn't go
1: overtime, they got a chance.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Well, if they, you know, I, I don't know what they do. Like I said last week, they've, as far as this window has been open for them, they've done everything, in my opinion, that they really can do. They've switched goalies, they've brought new players in, let old players go. It it might just be a, you know, a two thousand six to two thousand fifteen Tiger situation you know, their window opens and closes and they never they never do it. It happens, man. So I, I just don't think they're getting past the Penguins. I I don't know. They just I, I can't see it. I mean, even though I have to say I'm surprised with I'm surprised it went six games with, with uh Philly and Pittsburgh. I mean I know they put those teams play each other hard but I just thought Pittsburgh was going to have a little bit of an easier time to the second round. Did
2: did we did we see Boston and uh, Toronto go in seven games? I did. No. I thought maybe six. I mean, Toronto ain't no slouch. But yeah, but they just came out and was like,
1: I "Ain't nobody's bitch."
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I I mean that's that's just that's a Toronto still. Yeah, they got Babcock. But I mean, the core of that team, obviously, and, and who who they want to build that team around from here on out is Austin Matthews. He's a he's a younger guy, and I mean it's pretty rare for you no, know, even if they go on to become star players, Hall of Fame players, to win right out the gate. I mean, you, it's almost it's almost it's, in like hockey. It's like you got to get your ass kicked a few times before you learn to win. So I I don't know I. <laughs> I guess I wasn't expecting Toronto to to, lose to Boston, but, I mean, I didn't expect them to go very far. I didn't expect them to get to the conference finals or get to the the cup finals. And now the
2: Bruins got to play the Lightning. Yikes. Which is, yeah.
0: Have fun. I mean, that's... Here's the thing. Like, okay, you've got, in the East... Out of all four teams left, I'd rather see Boston than anybody else. I don't want to see the Penguins. I don't want to see the Capitals. And I damn sure don't want to see the Lightning. So, Lightning, they're set up. I mean, it's, it's all on them. They're number one seed. Boom. Go right through Boston. Get a, get your rest on. Then when you start the conference finals, most likely against Pittsburgh. At least that's what my gut's saying. I don't want it to be Pittsburgh, but... <clears throat> I'm not a huge I can't pick against my gut.
2: Yeah, I mean, with what with what's left, if you really just go based on just how it's been all season, it's the, your final four should be Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, Nashville, and Vegas. I mean, let's let's not be intellectually dishonest here. That's what they should. On paper, that's what that's what they should be.
0: Well, <laughs> I mean, I just love the fact that. Bye <laughs> bye, ain't no munch. No, it is yeah. your time. Bye bye. Go make them tea times, guys. Go <laughs> ahead uh, and go fishing. <laughs> pretty much, um, Minnesota, Winnipeg. Yeah, we talked about Winnipeg last week. You know, that's a young team. It's a, it's a fast, a very fast team. Uh, they're playing a exciting brand of hockey. And I mean, if the players are out there disinterested, you're, you're going to see it in the, in the win loss column. Obviously, they're having a good time. Vegas. What's there left say about Vegas and San Jose? I don't know. I something's telling me that that's That sweep isn't really as impressive as maybe it should be. I mean, I don't know. A sweep's a sweep. You'll take it when it's your team. I didn't think Vegas was going to go in and sweep L.A. In fact, I thought L.A. had a pretty good chance of beating Vegas. Vegas handled L.A.
2: Took their lunch money.
0: (laughs) Pretty much. Grabbed their shoes. (laughs) Run your pockets! <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I said, man, they should have named him the Vegas Hitman. Vegas Enforcers or something like that. <laughs> uh, my, my final
1: four is uh, Nashville, Vegas, Tampa, and Capitals. You have faith in Washington, huh? It's not that I have faith in Washington. I was just watching a little bit of it. And if it goes into overtime, well, then I lose. Because... Whatever, for whatever reason, and Rich, you called this, the Caps can't win in overtime. I think there was like four games, three games in overtime, and they won one by sheer luck. So
0: it's it's weird. If they go into overtime, I lose. This is just this is just a theory I've had about overtime hockey in the playoffs for a long time, is that it really shows you whose nerves are made of steel and, who, and whose aren't. On both teams. And going by the Capitals' records this season, (laughs) in playoff overtime games, yeah, their heart pumps Kool-Aid the minute that fucking overtime is on the board. I mean, it's... You're not nutting up, you know? Next next goal wins it. You should play like it's the last game of your fucking career and your ass is on fire. Right. I mean, it's... uh, (laughs) That's why. that's why I say I can't I can in good faith pick the Capitals. And Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, <sighs> Pittsburgh fans are like, I swear to God, they're like a bunch of Bill Belichicks. They find a way to act like, even though they're the, the favored, heavily favored team most of the time, they find a way to act like they're the underdog. And I think that team's walking around with a chip on his shoulder saying, oh, yeah, oh, big deal. We repeated. They're, they're not going to give us any respect until we three-peat. And it works with that team. You know, who they take their cues from. Little Miss Sydney, you know, Mr. Oh, I'm going to fall down when no one touches me and then get up and cry until fucking they make a make-up call in my favor, so. Well,
2: I mean, what, it works for them.
1: They need it to does. establish a red card in hockey. <laughs> Just give them a red
0: card. Go to locker room. It does, man. It works, it, and it, it works for the Patriots. Some, some teams can pull that off. That, you know... Oh, everybody hates us shit. Other teams relish the role of being the bad guy. Like, think about it. We had teams like that here in Detroit.
2: Oh, the bad boys love being the bad guys. Loved it. Remember the going to work Pistons? If it ain't rough, it ain't right. Yup.
0: (laughs) In (laughs) fact, I think think during that going to work Pistons era was the first time I ever saw. A sign on live TV that said, I love it, rough, rugged, and raw. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about basketball, damn it. Some like five
2: foot, 100 pound white chick.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, uh, uh, in what context?
1: (laughs) You you know what? You know what? Uh, If you watch the NBA final or NBA playoffs this year, there's a lot of similarities to the bad boys in. And them now. It's like they're trying to make the NBA look a little like hockey. A fight breaks out in the middle of nowhere.
2: God, here we fucking go again. (laughs) Bringing back (laughs) shit from six months ago. Six months ago? What the fuck are you talking?
1: NBA playoffs. What fights have there been? Really? There ain't been enough to make the news. Dude, yeah, there has. Russell Westbrook, last game, got five.
2: We type in NBA playoff fights. Russell Westbrook should be your first hit. The, the top ten fights of the 2016 NBA playoffs. Seven greatest brawls in NBA playoff history. NBA fights, playoffs, 2017.
0: Let me, <laughs> let me get the news tab. See, this is the beauty about NHL, about hockey. There's actually sites that are like hockeyfight.net. You go to and it breaks it down literally game by game. They have the clip of it. You get to vote who do you think won. Last
1: game, there was a hard fall on the Jazz. Guy was walking to the bench. Uh, Russell Westbrook was ready to come in. Hadn't even checked into the game. Came off the sideline and got in this guy's face.
2: Okay, so was there one fight and you're saying there's all kinds of fights? No! Like what usually happens? That's
1: why I said you got to you got to watch the playoffs. Uh, Crowder got ejected for fighting. He hit uh, Adams in the mouth. That was funny. Uh, dude, they took a run at Ben Simmons this last game that they the Sixers eliminated him. <laughs> Simmons was going up for uh, a layup, and a guy took a run at him, took his legs out like three minutes into the game. No shit. Dude laying him flat on his back, chumped up, and walked cool. away. Cool. Well, you had a chance to talk basketball I'm, 10 years ago. The here's the thing. It looks like Aki. It really does. You got all this action, pass and shoot, and everything else. And the next thing you know, out of left field, for no apparent reason, the fight breaks out. Because after they took his legs out, he w- runs back down, and like three minutes
0: later, a guy slaps Ben in the fucking face, dude. Just cold-hearted. Wow. All right, but the real question is: Have any NBA players licked and/or kissed another NBA player <laughs> to get him <laughs> off his game? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, because that would require a drop from the Boondocks. All
1: right, so so uh, the- or fighting in the NBA than the NHL, and it was kind of weird.
2: <laughs> kind of like, what the hell am I watching? If you say so, man. If you All say right. so. It's going NHL playoffs. Where were we? <laughs> just- I,
0: it, Anyways, just like I was saying, I think it's going to be Pittsburgh in, and against Tampa Bay, and I hate to say it. I think Pittsburgh's going to come out of the east, and I'm just going to fucking go with it. I'm just going <clears> to <throat> go with the Knights coming out of the west.
2: Man, I'm really – the way boston was playing the last month of the season i'm really i'm still pulling for boston but you just got took seven games by toronto and now you got the lightning if boston gets to the to the next round I, they're just they're going to get fucking they're going to get eaten up by their next opponent cuz the lightning aren't going to fuck around
0: the lightning are going to take it to them Ugh. No, and this is this is the beauty of playoff hockey It is not a sprint to the finish line. It's a fucking march. And everybody's playing fucking hurt halfway through the first round. Everybody's nursing something. And it's just you have to fucking, what team's going to get out there and grind it out more? And, you know, all the cliches you could throw out there do fit. I mean, remember, what was it? Uh, Oh, Earl, do you remember the guy from... I want to say St. Louis, the defenseman who took a puck off his foot. No. The uh, the, ser- the series that went to, to Game 7 triple overtime where Heisman scored the winning goal, the 96 series. And they had to literally tape his foot up, stick it in his boot, then
1: skate, and say, don't take it off. You you know there's only one St. Louis defenseman
0: that I cared about, Al McInnes. Well, it wasn't McInnis, but... I can't remember off the top of my head. But, I mean, shit like that, you know. We're going to numb it up. We're going to tape it up ridiculously tight. We're going to stuff it in this skate. Don't take the skate off because when you do it's going to swell up on you for a day. Well, I mean, the the injuries
1: that the hockey players play with are infamous, dude. The, people will come out of the locker room and, and have stitches in their face. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, the, the, your the, line
1: gets called, you hop over the wall.
0: <laughs> yeah, the the stereotype of the missing teeth hockey player. I've seen some guys spitting chicklets on the ice and then just miss a shift, if that. And I'm like, they probably just went back there. We're like, we got to get the gums to stop bleeding. Then you can go back and play. <laughs> but yeah, I honestly, I... And this is just reckless, pure bullshit, speculation, homerism on my part. I kind of want Tampa Bay to win the cup. And the reason for that is maybe then Eisenman will have nothing else to prove in Tampa. Come home, Stevie. Mm Mm-hmm. That's just pure red-wing homerism right there. I'm drinking that fucking red and white Kool-Aid. Got the recipe from the Iceman. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, I mean, that's... As selfish as that is, it's like, fuck, Ken Holland for two more years? Fuck out of here. That's a bunch of horse shit. No, that was just, we have to give him an extension. We cannot let our GM not have a contract and still show up for work like Milton from Office Base. <laughs> 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 Here's two-year contract. Understand, if Eisenman at the end of next season goes, I want to come home, you're gone. <laughs> just understand that. I don't know. I'm still
1: like I used to be. I, I want to see some somebody new win. Pittsburgh's been there, done that. Uh, Tampa, been there, done that. Nashville tried. Why do you hate winning? I don't hate winning. I just like change. I like surprise. I like what the fucking's
2: so, so, so I would to like you to see... The 1999 Ravens would win every year. Somebody <laughs> no, like no, 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 that. No. No,
1: that's just pure,
0: unadulterated dominance. Dude, okay, but you say they've been there, done that. Yeah, one time. In 2004, they won a cup. That's 14 years ago, dude. Ain't their turn yet. It ain't their turn.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's what, 32 teams? No. Wait. (laughs)
0: Okay. Take a number. Well, first of all, fuck Nashville. (laughs) That's just all there is to that. Fuck Nashville. I know, Petrakariny, good goalie. Just saying, put, put that out there. I, good, wonderful for him. All right, but I, I mean, whatever. If they win, they win. But I don't know. I to me the best the best series is probably would would most likely to capture everybody's attention. The and when I and by everybody I mean the casual fan, whatever to watch the finals would be Vegas and Pittsburgh. I mean, More people would watch that than any other matchup. And at this point, I it's got to be – I just I, – I, uh, I have to root for what's good for the NHL. Gary Bettman dying in a plane crash. Well, yes.
1: That too. But, that I mean, too. you know, yes. whatever. Uh, I don't know, man. I think uh, Vegas Capitals, that would be a great series.
3: It's I love that happen. series
1: would never happen. Do I think that Vegas is going to get past Nashville? Possibly. That's going to be that that series is going to be the one to
2: watch. What series is more unlikely? Capitals Jets or Capitals Sharks?
0: Capitals Jets, Capitals Sharks. Sharks have got a lot of experience. Shark, sharks have been there. I don't know. Unless the Jets are just one of those teams that they're so fucking young they don't understand the pressure of the situation they're in. And they just keep fucking playing up to to, to meet the other team.
2: I tell you what, Nashville and Tampa Bay would have ad executives jumping out windows. <laughs> uh, the two worst media markets. Ooh.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Like, I'm trying to think of the, the, uh, the ultimate in, oh, fuck, we're screwed. Out of... Every, every team that was in the playoffs would have had to be Columbus and Minnesota. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That,
1: that would just be like we're all done for the year. What about yeah. Ourselves? Yeah. We'll just never mind.
2: <laughs> the Stanley Cup finals referred to by ad executives is the horror, the horror. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are we supposed to sell shit in Minneapolis and Columbus?
0: Sell a lot of uh, erectile dysfunction pills, some high blood pressure pills, uh,
2: life insurance. It's Midwest, you just advertise meat and beer. <laughs> that's about it.
0: <laughs> beer? Well, yeah. That, I mean, that's a given. <laughs> throw, throw throw an Idaho potato commercial on there every once in a while.
2: Yeah, no, right? If Minnesota was
1: in it, it's just. And this is game is brought to you by Budweiser, Pat's Blue Ribbon. Bush. Yeah, all the beers. Coors lights. It's like, is there any other sponsor?
0: Oh yeah, Michelob Ultra. <laughs> the two thousand eighteen Stanley Cup presented by Mohawk vodka. <laughs> Mohawk. <laughs> I didn't even realize they had an advertising department. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Oh uh, yeah. That would that would have to be the worst one. But yeah. I don't know. Um I, it's isn't it pretty much? I know. Did you write it down, Chris? Or is it pretty much how we called it going into the second round? Because we only did the first round at one week.
2: Oh, I did. I did. I did. I did. Uh, let's see here. Damn it!
0: Oh, I got your mistakes. Uh... Those pesky, those pesky facts getting in the way of his his stories again.
1: No, it is, but it's. But the fact is the one that's making me go, damn it. Because the only one I missed was Toronto, and I called that because of Belfort, and they were one game away.
0: Fuckers. I love the strategy of this number one hockey fan on the podcast. (laughs)
2: Which, by by the way, dipshit, you you called Boston. You didn't call Toronto. I should have called Boston. What? You called Boston. You picked Boston. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Never mind. Amy. Both you... All you two picked the first round perfectly. I picked Anaheim, but I have everybody else. So, oh, I picked
1: the Sharks because of Belfort. Thanks, Eddie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we didn't play. Whatever, just whatever. Just hasn't played Uh, on the team in two decades. I know, right. (laughs) Like, motherfucker, there are people walking this earth and who were hey, sperm this. cells the last time he played, and anything to do with the sharks.
2: Don't try not to touch feelings here, Iceman. But uh, he also doesn't know you. Eddie? I met Eddie. <laughs> he doesn't remember, but I
0: met him. <laughs> he be peeping through his window and shit. <laughs> Pulling a George McFly. <laughs> Hanging off a tree branch. <laughs> Oh, Anywhere's Boxer Briefs? I got to get me some of those. Just tell Mommy it's a big bird. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> God.
2: All right, well, I uh, mean, next round, I mean. I mean, we pretty much called it,
0: didn't we? Yeah. Is that except we're for, all going for, with? Well, except for Iceman, he says the Capitals.
1: All right, so let me. I just think Philly put them through the ringer, man. Well, that's don't dude, those teams are going to play each other tough like that. They're in-state rivals, right? But now they got to go against the Capitals. Yay for limping past Philly! It doesn't get any easier, is what I'm saying.
0: I, I am right there but with I, you. However, I if anything I've learned to err on is the side of what has history shown me. Until it shows me something different, I'm going to go with what's most likely.
2: Hey, you know, let them pick. Let 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 them pick the Capitals. No,
1: I'm just saying that after watching, I actually watched it, if if they make it to the Cup this year, I will have a newfound respect for Pittsburgh.
0: Well, I have respect for them. I just don't like them. (laughs) It's like the band Rush. (laughs) kinda it's like being in the military you know here comes that butter bar fucking wet behind the ears boot motherfucking second lieutenant and you're like okay yes sir you know you gotta respect the rank you don't have to respect the man I respect what they've done I don't respect how they've done it they don't play a brand of hockey I'd be proud to be a fan of don't get me wrong I'd celebrate a cup win but I wouldn't be proud (laughs) it'd be like my sex life I celebrated I had sex but I'm not proud I had sex with her (laughs)
2: <laughs> all right so so moving on from the nhl playoffs uh that's what we're moving into the baseball now i think rich you had a couple things
0: oh well, yeah the matt harvey saga continues in new york yes the the dark knight himself Uh oh, good lord what was what was it, it he, he's four games he's zero and two with a six era They move him to the bullpen.
2: Dude, you should be happy you're still on the team
0: with those Uh, kind of numbers. (laughs) You know, they move him to the bullpen. And according to Anthony Tacomo of MLB.com on the Prosper Reporters, he laughed and said, no chance, zero chance. I have nothing to say to you guys. When I asked why not, he said, because I don't fucking want to. So, as usual, Matt Harvey. Keeping it real and classy.
2: Hey, if you just got demoted at your job, would you want someone that's put like <laughs> in your face? How do you feel about this? I think it's a bunch of bullshit. Most people would say.
0: No, I, abs- I mean, absolutely. It's just it, he's had issues before. He seems to be a that type, of, that type of person. And, I mean, if you get the job done, I guess you can be aloof, acerbic, and abrasive. If you don't, now you're just being kind of an asshole. I mean, he could have just said, no comment. Mm -hmm. I mean, but whatever. Look, ultimately, this is just a comment on, you know, hey, look, I understand being pissed off and frustrated, but not all of us work jobs to where people who keep our names in the front of people's minds, we can just say, you know, because I don't fucking want to and and, and be an asshole to them. You know, if you work in customer service, there's no reckoning, day of reckoning for customers. When they come in, we're like, what up, (laughs) cocksucker? You want to look at you're in here three three four times a week you want to look at the menu and see what you want today
1: and yeah,
0: you don't you don't really work at
1: dicks yeah. exactly. exactly you ever heard of that fucking restaurant you walk in and they're just like complete assholes to you oh yeah
2: yeah the Fuck.
0: do you want <laughs> <laughs> went to the one in cleveland had a good old time <laughs> fucking good yeah. i was like
2: they made rich several job offers before he left <laughs> We like the, taught our, hey we like to cut of your gym fuckface. face you want a job
0: I might have taught, taught our waiter a few new insults <laughs> Like the, the, the one that really comes to mind he was like I mean I, he laughed and he goes I like it pretty sure I'd get fired even here for saying that
2: damn you, was,
0: you can go too far at the restaurant where you're allowed to be a dick well, once it gets into you're tell you're telling them to do a sex act enthusiastically, yes. You uh, know
2: <laughs> Man, how man, how do you keep being a dick R rated?
0: You just well, I mean, it was funny because well, I guess comics figure it out, right? Well, I mean one of my buddies showed up and he he got in a big way of talking and he caught the attention of a female waitress two tables over he was talking shit so loud and being a jackass and she come over and put a big ass dunce cap on his head that said my right arm is tired. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's about right. He just walked away. <laughs> so I think it's all in the context, but I think a, a, a waiter telling the wrong group of people to tongue fuck his shitty asshole would probably get him in trouble. So yeah. Nice. It has to be someone along the lines of like a group like us walk in where he's like, "Oh, these guys are unoffendable." <laughs> it's it's not possible. So
2: yeah, yeah. see, so maybe you know, a new career for Matt Harvey once he leaves baseball. <laughs> if he doesn't,
0: you buy a yeah. Dick's franchise, <laughs> <laughs> open a string of them in New York, and just yeah. hire New Yorkers. Yeah, exactly. What do we need? Any training? Where were you born? Queens? You're good. Sir, you you want to be a manager? Yeah. yeah. You want a job in the HR department? <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. Mets fan? Yeah. Shit. We can get you the regional manager here soon. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, you root for the Jets? Oh. <laughs> no. Let me oh. tell you about our
0: executive training program.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. But no, man, I mean, come on now, you know, he's, if I remember correctly, it wasn't a couple of years, it's since we've had the show, it was one of the first episodes, he pulled a disappearing act, like just didn't show up at the ballpark. Yeah, I remember we talked about that last year. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, this is, dude, I get it. I, I understand disappointment. I understand the heat of the moment. You are a professional fucking athlete, though. You can't have temper tantrums like this. Not with the level of fucking talent he's showing. It, it goes back to, you know, risk-reward. LeGarrette Blount was considered a high-risk signing until he won two Super Bowls in a fucking row. Yeah. You know, winning pretty much solves everything. He's not winning. So going out there and acting like you're fucking Barry Bonds and shit ain't going to cut it. I mean, you know, and like I said, once again, he doesn't have to be fucking cordial. He doesn't have to sit down and have long conversations with him. Just simply, uh, you know, no comment, guys. Come on. You know what? How would you feel? Just like you said, Chris, how would you or say this? How would you feel if you've just been demoted at your job? I I just don't want to talk right now. I respect that as a reporter, even if I even if I was more so if I was a beat reporter. You know, so how would you like to be demoted to coffee?
2: Beat reporter. What'd you say,
1: Earl? Yeah, but that sells. And well, pissing them off even more is going to sell even more. So,
2: we're going to do it. It feeds into the, the Matt Harvey is an asshole narrative.
0: We're talking well, you, about it. There was a story published on it. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, but Earl is right. It does sell, Does it does get people doing just what we're doing talk about yeah. it. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I. It, I guess I I, I don't I, I, guess I don't have much tolerance for gotcha type reporting or journalism unless there's a call for it and you you know he was going to be salty if you're a, if you're a beat reporter if you're there day in day out even if you're not even if you're just a fucking New York sports reporter you know this guy's reputation. Uh no, just he bought that shirt? Pretty much. I mean, so don't. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's like people that go out into the wilderness and then like fuck with grizzly bears and when they get attacked they're like oh help the grizzly bear's doing grizzly bear shit the fuck do you think it was going to do it's a grizzly bear you, what do you think it's going to go hey boo boo no it's that's fucking cartoon stupid. <laughs> hey give me that picnic basket <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah it's like that's, the people who were
2: who were shocked that the crocodile hunter got taken out by a wild animal really no
0: yeah no i don't you don't fuck with yeah. If you're going to, here's the thing. Fuck with them if you want. Don't act shocked when you get what you were asking for. You know, there's a video going around on, on on social media right now of some guy hopped in a bull ring and started messing with a bull. And homeboy got gorged in the crotch, in the neck, and in the face. Good. You and know I was, what you got. Exactly. <laughs> that was my, that was, That's what you get, stupid. What, what did you think was going to happen?
2: You went into a bull's house and started doing crazy shit.
0: Well, I
1: mean,
2: that, and that's bulls true get about out of their anything. That's like Siegfried and Roy. How
1: are them tigers treating you. Well,
2: what, uh, walk into the middle of Iceman's neighbor's house and start doing crazy shit. And don't be surprised <laughs> if somebody comes out from downstairs and shoots you. Get shot in a Kansas living room. It's the same thing. You go into the grizzly bear's house or the bull's house or the whatever's house. And start doing dumb shit and then be surprised. Yeah, what Rich said. You went to Matt Harvey. Matt Harvey is a bear and you poked him. The bear tried to eat you. The fuck do you think was going to happen?
0: <laughs> and once again, I, I'm not re- like, uh, do I think you're going to handle it better? Yes. But here's the sad part Earl was 100% right. There was at least a couple reporters sitting there when he said what he said. It was like, thank you. Thank you so much. Gave us just what we wanted. So you know what you were doing, and that's the, that type of bullshit is what pisses me off. I like going looking at, at at sports reporting, especially in baseball over its history. I don't want it to go back to when you know it was like it was with, with with Babe Ruth, where the reporters were covering for him, you know, or or Mickey Mantle, where they were you know possibly covering up crimes because he would get in a drunk driving accident and shit. But you don't need to fucking go and try to antagonize a story either. I mean, come on now. And then and we all know in this in this day and age, if this would turn into a shoving match, the reporter who got shoved would show up in court in a full body fucking cast, you know, talking about <laughs> I need I need half his shit, Your Honor. <laughs> Fifty million dollars because he, he, he uh uh Shove me into a locker or something. <laughs> just nonsense.
2: Hey, uh, by the way, the uh, Thunder beat the Jazz 107. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, Westbrook had 45. Paul George had like 34. <laughs> so, they're not dead yet.
0: So anyway. But yeah, and then the other, the other story that, that it it's kind of just been so far, I mean, it's very early in the season, but just to me, one of the the coolest stories of the of the very young season is uh, Shoei Otani, the pitcher slash outfielder for uh, the Angels. This motherfucker. And yeah, um, there's been if you follow sports or you know watch sports I and mean, you had to see the highlights. I mean, homeboys is like throwing. Uh, 98, 100 pitches in a start, you know, what, a third of those, 95 or higher, four or five times, no, six times, excuse me, six times in one game, broke 100 miles per hour, majority of them for strikes. I mean, so that's not just whipping the ball up there, it's whipping the ball up there with control. That's impressive enough as is, then you got to figure he's an everyday outfielder too. And he can hit, which is something that I, I've never, I don't remember ever seeing in my lifetime. When does he play the outfield? Whenever, whenever days he's not pitching. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so the four days he's off, he's in the outfield. Yep. No fucking shit.
1: So if, if you hit a grounder and you're thinking, I can get two, not if it's on his side. Motherfucker throws 100 miles per hour plus.
0: It'll get there before you, trust me. <laughs> well, I mean, he's, you know, look, he, he did get knocked around against his last in his last start. You know, the socks kind of handed to him, but then it turned out he had a a, a blister on his pitching hand, which sucks because the only thing you can do is just let it heal. That's it. That was he's cold not, as shit. Well, it's, you know, there's not much you can do. So you just have to deal with it. It's just an inconvenience. But it's not like he just needs Tommy John or anything like that. I mean, but... I don't know. He's... uh, I made a joke in the pre-game show, or pre-show talk, pre-game show. There you go. My mind's on sports tonight, baby. Um, That he's such an unusual player that the biggest baseball video game doesn't know how to handle them it has him as a starting pitcher and you and you can't put him in the outfield as a position player because they didn't code the game for that it, this is it's usually you do shit in video games that you couldn't do in real life now we got a situation of real life breaking a video game oh shit so you just, put
2: functionality in this motherfucker somebody's getting paid to write a patch for this motherfucker
0: <laughs> oh i bet. I bet if he continues If he continues to have A decent season at bat And on the mound it'll be here before Fucking the all star break
1: Guaranteed yeah but the Player is actually the one that's going to be paying
2: The Otani player
1: This will be be pay now and Download the Otani outfielder
0: But I have him pitching
1: What are you talking about
0: Nah not this game This game's got different ways of making you pay it's not a gaming podcast, but it, trust me on that one. It's got different ways of making you pay. And it sucks when you see people. It's one of those, <clears throat> you can get better players through either grinding or buying the players. And this is mostly like, what do you call it? Uh, retired players, Hall of Fame players, and stuff like that. I mean, you he's a player on your team. You can start him, but... You can't put start him in the outfield. So that's all they're gonna have to do is make it in his position to where he can be moved to the outfield. But I mean it's that's just nuts. That's just crazy to me. Cause it's always been the opposite of that. You know, I got friends who be like, I take the Lions to the Super Bowl and go undefeated the with them every year in Madden. Why can't they fucking win a playoff game? Because it's a fucking video game, stupid. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this Because is like if you shit, lose, you just put
2: reset, damn it. This is like shit used to doing like Tecmo baseball when uh, on NES. When you, you know, I'm going to put so-and-so on first base because I'm an idiot. You know, because you're nine. You know?
0: <laughs> exactly, yes.
2: But now, yes. you need this functionality in the game. And apparently, they weren't ready for it. See, fucking well, I mean- Japanese, once again, showing us they work harder. What? What I know, I, I I play another position when I'm not pitching. I'm just wasting the company <laughs> I'm wasting the company's money and time just sitting on the bench. The Japanese industriousness industriousness?
0: am I making a words? Well I, well I mean I'm just thinking like, you know, we 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 had the big three. Japan come over and was like, hey, that's cute. We can make cars way way better quality, more efficiently. Yeah. Sit down and we'll show you how it's done.
2: Yeah, Japan's like, you got these guys that just sit for four days.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they could be in the field. Yeah, and now they're doing it with baseball. Mm. And it's like, it was, like I said, I, it, who was, I have to, Babe Ruth, maybe? And I mean, he, he, but even he, he started off as a pitcher and he would play in the field. But eventually they just moved him to the outfield. Tucked him away in right field and said, just come up and, and be Babe Ruth. You know, every 12 at bats or whatever the fuck it was. You know, that was, that was it. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a rarity and it's, it's interesting to see. One of the more interesting stories, like I said, to come out of the, uh, the early part of the season, I mean, cause if they the videos are all over the internet, if you can find them, look them up. I mean, he is spotting 101 miles on the outside corner to a left-handed batter. I mean, just painting the fucking corner with it and he's sick. It is fucking sick. I cause I mean, that. You know what that means? If that motherfucker drills you, that's where he wanted the ball.
2: Mm-hmm. You, know? you pissed him off.
0: That's what that means. Yeah. Which you know, hey, we don't. I don't know. Maybe he does have that streak in him. You know. <laughs> maybe after someone bat flips him next time, he bat, the bappy ears old motherfucker. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, here's the bad part for Otani. U.S. baseball has something that uh, Japanese baseball doesn't have. Carlos. Are you throwing at Carlos? Who? You don't remember the movie? (laughs) Major League like five or whatever the fuck it was. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Sorry, dude. They lost me after two. No, I think it was the, the third one when they were in the minor leagues back to the minors I think okay (laughs) and the team was the buzz and Scott Bakula was the coach and I I vaguely remember seeing advertisements for it yeah and the guy was throwing at the Minnesota Twin big league hitter and (laughs) he he hit the dirt and he jumped up and he's like are you throwing at Carlos you didn't throw at Carlos and he's like uh no uh there was some dew on the ball you're inside, dude. You're in a, in a dome. There's no two on the ball. You just
3: said, little kid.
0: <laughs> it was a very well timed drop. I'm just thinking to the Rod, the Rod Allen incident when he was over in Japan playing. And he chased that fucking pitcher all around the outfield. <laughs> like. I, to me, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, that kind of makes your league look like a bunch of bitch-made motherfuckers.
2: <laughs> Did you know that the, the team that Otani played for uh, in Japan was called the Ham Fighters?
0: The Ham Fighters? What's oh, this, the
2: Hokkaido Nippon Dash Ham Fighters. So it's a city called Nippon Ham. So were they the fighters? Or was it the Hokkaido Nippon Ham Fighters? I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, the, the jersey just says fighters. I like ham fighters uh, better, though.
0: I was going to say ham fighters. Can have a pig fight wearing sounds, boxing gloves? It sounds like a, a wing of Antifa. Yeah. We just beat our cops.
2: We just go ham everywhere. Everywhere we go, we just go ham. All right, so what else in baseball?
0: Well, I mean, there's the fact that the Tigers are, like, flirting with 500 still. <laughs> <laughs> Yawn. Got me going. Uh. Is this going to be an interesting rebuild to watch.
2: It's best case scenario going 500.
0: Yeah, but I mean, that is kind of the, uh, it, 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 to me, it kind of started when Theo Epstein went to Chicago that, and, and he basically said, we want to, to go through this rebuild, but we still want to have watchable baseball. And yes, I know it's the fucking Cubs. There's never going to be a lack of Cubs fans. But I mean, that's kind of what they did, and if that's what Detroit is trying to base itself on, and if Todd, a lot of Todd's predictions come true, if you go back and look up to the years to the to the Cubs uh, World Series win, they moved a lot of their big name people for a lot of young talent, and. When they thought they were ready, they pulled the trigger on the coach that they thought could, or the manager, they thought they could do it. And they added, remember the 2015, or no, that was the Mets, sorry. Um, shit, who'd they add me out I can't remember off the top of my head. But anyways, they added uh, you know, a few final pieces here and there, and then went out and won the World Series. So I guess that's all I'm hoping for. I just don't want another fucking record losing season. And I thought they were headed for that quick, fast, and in a hurry this year.
2: Hey, see, season's still young.
0: I know, I know. Unless there's a huge historic losing streak ahead of him, though.
2: We could, we could have won our last game for the year already and not even know it. <laughs> uh, don't say that.
1: <laughs> the best thing to look at about the Tigers left with Justin Verlander. Pretty much. And I wasn't talking about his pitching.
2: Hey, oh. Hey, I noticed the Boston's got the best team in baseball right now. I'm sure their fans will be super cool about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we won't hear we won't hear a peep from the Red yeah. Sox Nation, will we?
2: Yeah, I'm sure they'll be nice and measured. I've listened to Bill Burr's podcast in a second. I'm sure he's being super cool about it.
0: And I, you know what I'm you know what I'm really sure of when Stanton went through that fucking that horrible at home batting streak. I'm sure no Red Sox fan was just savoring that moment whatsoever. Yeah. I'm sure they were like, oh, the poor guy goes to the Yankees and all of a sudden can't hit for shit, especially in front of the home fans. That's so horrible. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's about what I had for baseball. It's just the two stories that stuck out to me.
2: Yeah, really. I mean, it's
0: – Oh, besides – I think I heard today. 26, it's a record so far, as far as 20, uh, 26 games have been postponed. Yeah. It's a little
1: cold up north.
2: Good times.
1: So, yeah.
2: Well, no, it's just, it's been a lot of rain. I mean, that's, that's been a fucked up thing. And come on, oh, ESPN, come on, come on, man. They have a tab on their MLB page. The tabs read home, scores, schedule, standing, stats, teams, power rankings, MLB rank top 100, Otani Tracker. <laughs> There's a tab. Let's.
1: He's got his own <laughs> tab. Does it
2: tell you what he had for breakfast? I know, right? Does he Instagram the shit he took this morning?
1: Even the NHL right now is going, seriously, Otani can have his own tab. i got to be at the very bottom. Stop it. <laughs> hey, he's, I'm sorry already. Hey, he's batting
2: 333 with three home runs, 11 RBIs a month in.
1: This kid's sick, man. He's, Rich is right. I've been following that story my man, damn self.
2: His ERA, could <laughs> 4.43 ERA, eh, could be a little better. Kid is sick. get, get it below three, you don't impress me. Uh, no, but, you yeah. know. This is something we haven't seen in our life so good for him all right so uh football
0: yeah, we're recording on Wednesday and I hear that there's something happening tomorrow in the football world
2: of oh, something in New uh,
0: York nothing
1: big. Oh yeah the draft a pe- couple people gathered around talking about some players
0: from college mm-hmm. or something. Oh okay and I have to say this oh bucks you're making it hard to be a Tampa Bay fan supposedly the rumor is they're going to have a parrot announce their four through seven round draft picks.
2: What? Cool. Good for you, Rich. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the Dolphins are going to have the the, the quote-unquote survivors from the Florida school shooting. So, Seriously? So yep. So apparently in Florida, it's... Who's
1: Keanu K- O'Connor, looked at bitch, is going to be at the draft?
2: No. Uh, actually, no. It's going to be people from their football team because their, their coach, coach got shot. Yeah.
1: Okay. That'll i take.
2: Yeah, no. Yeah, David Hogg will be not be announcing a draft pick because I would, yeah.
0: I'd imagine he's going to get food worse than Goodell, so. And you know, God knows that would send him into a fucking you know, shame spiral, and he would curl up on the couch eating Ben and Jerry's because he couldn't handle someone actually saying it, telling him that they don't like him without him calling for some sort of ban on their sponsors or something. Boycott the NBA. <laughs> yeah, he's that's exactly a David Hoggian move. That's so Hoggian. Get booed at the NFL draft, boycott the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see it.
2: Um, yeah, I, you know. (coughs) I actually misspoke, but I like where your head's at.
0: (laughs) Okay, but... Where the fuck is the market? Okay, here we go. Ah, this insider bullshit. It's still insider info? Yes, the day fucking before. So nobody (sighs)
2: likes you. Four-letter network.
0: oh all right whatever i'll give you what we got
2: you want my mike mayox 2018 nfl mock draft
0: no i want mel fucking Kuipers, that i have to pay for it jesus fucking christ really spm like we're trying real hard to keep it to football but i'm about to fucking go off on these fucking pieces of shit this fucking network for the millionth time anyways gotta have some money Oh, okay, uh, so times. he's got he's got he's got Josh Allen from Wyoming going to Cleveland at one overall. Josh uh, Allen. Mm-hmm. His commentary is it's going to be a quarterback year, and Allen has the tools to be a superstar. He's the top quarterback on my on my board. Ooh. So he is pretty damn confident that Cleveland's going with a quarterback, which yes. is interesting.
1: If Cleveland takes a quarterback at number one, it's going to be Darnold.
2: Well, I, seven. I, I mean, he's got
1: him
0: going three to the Jets. Okay. From, I'm done with that draft. <laughs> <laughs> he has, he has, uh, Barkley going second to the Giants, and he says that the Giants should consider. Darnold here, but Barkley's a a generational talent and a top prospect in the draft. I mean, one of the one of the interesting stories they had on on local sports talk was they were debating whether six quarterbacks are going to go in the first round of this draft, and they went through and they said, okay, what teams were likely to draft a quarterback? And it was like you know seven teams that they could all agree on that were that, that could draft a quarterback, likely to draft a quarterback. And there was a couple they disagreed on. I mean, you got Cleveland. The argument was made for the Giants that, that look, Eli doesn't have the long. You want a quarterback to sit behind them, get a little bit seasoned. That's, that seems to be the, the 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 thing to do if you're trying to you know do it like Green Bay did. You're not trying to do what like when Detroit does, go from guys who shouldn't even be backups that are starters to a fucking first overall pick. So. You know, there's two teams right there. Jets. There's four or three. Denver. There's four. Someone made the case that that Tampa Bay should give up on the on the Captain uh, Crableg experiment, but they're going to give them another year. So you got so you got four you got four teams in the in the top ten that they say most likely are going to go with a quarterback.
1: Well, listen, you do have Allen as a potential top. I would say top ten. Selection, but you also have Baker Mayfield, who won the Heisman Trophy. You also have Lamar Jackson, who won the Heisman Trophy, both in this draft. Rosen uh, and and Dar- uh, Sam Darnold. I think I personally think Sam Darnold's going number one to Cleveland. Sorry, Tyrod Taylor, you're not it. Show the. You're gonna Cle- throw. So if you're Cleveland, you're not taking Barkley. I think Cleveland's going to gamble, because Cleveland also picks at number four.
0: See, okay, this is how I look at it. Barkley is a luxury pick. If you think you have your quarterback, if you think you have some weapons for him to throw to, and you think you can build the line, your, your offensive lineup, if need be, later in the draft, that's a lot of ifs. Then you go ahead and pick him. Because the life yeah, but, expectancy, the, the, excuse me, the career expectancy of a running back is is isn't all that long. So why would you want to pick him and then say, you know what, try to convince him that he's going to have to sit through his rookie contract and then sign another contract with you if he's good enough. Then we'll be ready to compete. You see, do you see what I'm getting at? No, I do.
1: But Cleveland did the trust the process thing that uh, Philadelphia did <clears throat> and are coming into this draft just on fire. With the trade moves that they've made, the draft picks they've had, uh, quite honestly, dude, Cleveland is going to be a force this year.
2: I'm writing that shit down. You just said Cleveland is going to be a force. They are.
0: Eh. Okay. Look, I mean, the perfect, perfect, to me, the perfect draft for Cleveland goes with the number one pick. They get whatever quarterback they, they, they want. And then Barkley falls to number four, and they get him then. Uh, uh, two out of the four picks is Cle- of the first
1: four picks is Cleveland. If I'm their GM, I pick Barkley first. Now that's going to leave the Giants and the Jets to pick a quarterback. I would say Sam Darnold would go to the Giants, and Josh Allen goes to the Jets. That leaves Baker Mayfield for me. And you want him over Josh Rosen? That see, that's my tie right there. It's Josh Rosen and Baker Mayfield. They're they're right. For me, they're ranked the same. You can't go wrong with either picking either one of them. You can go wrong by not taking the quarterback first because there's better quarterbacks than them.
0: But those two are equal. Well, I mean, Kuyper's take on him is that he's NFL ready if he stays healthy. And I mean, do you really want to? I don't know. I, if I'm Cleveland, you have to in my mind, you have to go with it. If you, if you think your quarterback you want out of all of them is not going to be there at four, you have to go with the quarterback you want. Odds are he's going to be there longer and have a longer career. And if he's good, then, I mean, if there's your cake and you get to eat it too. I mean, I don't know. It's. I, guess, I mean, it, and this is all dependent upon Barkley's not going to come into the fucking league and shit the bed. And what I about Deshaun Kaiser?
2: Is he just... Automatically warming the bench. Does he fight for the spot? Do they ship him off somewhere?
1: Kaiser's gone. Like,
0: is he already gone, or is?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's already gone.
0: I mean, who did they? Who did they trade for in the offseason?
1: Yeah, Landry, Carlos Hyde, uh, Javarris Landry. Just off the top of my
2: head. No shit. Yeah, Kaiser, no place for the Packers. Good for him. Okay, so yeah, Cleveland needs someone to throw the ball. They have to pick and They, um,
1: I think Tyrod Taylor is another one that they draft or they traded for and got. Uh, they're getting Josh Gordon back.
2: Put down the weed, Josh. You can make a big difference
0: this year. <laughs> <It's> serious? <laughs> Do you believe? I God, it's so it's so fucking silly.
1: Oh, they got one of the best quarterbacks. I forgot about the... Yeah, they got Drew Stanton.
0: (laughs) Keeping it in the Great Lakes. The pride of Farmington Hills, Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Well, I mean, I guess I see your point also. Look, there's... There's only two quarter... If they take Barkley with number one overall, there's only going to be two quarterbacks taken. If they're sitting on the fence and they're looking at all four and they would be happy with either with any of the four, then go ahead and take Barkley first. Yeah. There's only one
1: Barkley. Well, I mean, he, 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 there's also Brandon Cho There's the other running back similar, uh 40 time and see that's more funny. of a power back than, than a elusive back. See, that's, that's cause yeah, they have him going at four to Cleveland that's what I'm saying. So if you take Sam Darnold at one, chances are one of the two teams is going to take Barkley. I mean, my my bet would probably be on uh, Giants. But, but then you also have Brandon Chubbs. So I guess it's really going to do, come down to where does Cleveland see itself wanting to go? you know, with their running and passing game. Is Tyrod Taylor your guy? If so, you take Barkley.
2: No, 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 no. Just look at him in Buffalo. He's proven in Buffalo to be, at best, serviceable. He's a backup.
1: Okay, but now, as a running back, you have Carlos Hyde Mm
2: -hmm. coming out
1: of San Fran. so, is he... uh,
2: He was the bright spot of that San Francisco offense.
1: Right, so if you're... You know, confident in him, go ahead and take your quarterback first, because you're going to get Brandon Chubs on your fourth pick.
2: Yeah. Well, let's see. This is it's a plausible scenario.
1: But now that's why if if you're Mel Kuyper, Rich Whitehead, whoever you are, you can't you can't for sure say who's going first because you're not the GM of Cleveland, and you don't know, and he has been completely tight lipped about what he favors as more important, a running back or a quarterback.
2: Well, you need somebody. It ain't Tyrod Taylor. If you're serious about all these moves you made in the offseason and you're the GM, you ain't putting faith in Tyrod my told you, man. I think my theory is a pretty solid theory, man. If you're gonna be anybody, if you're gonna be an impact player in the NFL, you're gonna be you're gonna show it within the first two or three seasons. I think what Tyrod Taylor has shown us in his first few seasons is Eh, you're going to be average. So, I mean, if Cleveland's serious, you draft quarterback number one. You need a signal caller. I I
1: do want to bring this back to your focus, Chris. You're talking about Cleveland. How many quarterbacks have they had since 2000?
2: See, that's the other thing. That's the other shitty part of this conversation.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was and, a joke for a while, but now it's gotten to the point that I'm like, are you doing this on purpose?
2: Any Cleveland Brown fans listening are going, why are you going to bring up bullshit?
0: No, but it's, I it's very new. And I agree with you. And I did say earlier in the show, when I'm looking at things, I'm going to go with historically how they've played out. But I also do know that that is just... An amazing level of incompetence at the draft board on Cleveland's part, right? And I, let's not forget
1: they brought in a new GM this year. Kept the same coach because he didn't have a fighting chance last season, but new GM, and that's who makes the
0: call in the boardroom. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it, 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 it just head scratchingly bad decisions, you know. And you have to remember there were a few people that they drafted at the quarterback position. Who people were talking? This is it. This is their franchise quarterback, Brady Quinn, looking in your direction. <laughs> Fucking
1: everybody looking in your direction. Deshaun Kaiser looking at you. Last year they drafted you for that position, franchise quarterback Deshaun Kaiser.
0: And I'm sorry, you play for who now? I mean, it's just it's a turnover rate that's shocking. I mean, it re- it really really is. Because honestly, yeah. can you really say Detroit had any great shakes and with quarterback between '91 and 2009 when they drafted Stafford, Scott Mitchell, Scott Mitchell, yeah. How long was he there? Couple seasons. Uh huh. Where did he go?
2: Uh, <laughs> um, the biggest loser.
1: The well, that's bowl. actually not not a not a joke. He was on the show, The Biggest Loser. No, I remember that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I was like, God damn, he got big.
2: Well, you know, the muscle turns to fat. You stop working out.
0: Well, obviously, you know, he found out. The whole world found out. Detroit actually does pay its quarterback contracts because homeboy had to afford to eat. That was yeah, he's a big boy, but no, but you get what I'm saying. Scott Mitchell was a Detroit Lions from 94
1: to 98. Then he went to Baltimore in 99. And then he was a Bengal for uh, 2000 and 2001. Now, what I didn't know is 91 through 93, he was a Miami Dolphin.
2: Yeah. No, that's where he came from.
0: Yeah, Yeah. still. We didn't draft him. You two were going to sit here and tell me that when he was starting quarterback for the the Lions, you were like, oh, that's it. We got our Dan Marino. God, no.
2: This <laughs> is the best quarterback we had seen in our lifetime.
0: We have our John Elway.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, that was when we got Joey Harrington. That's that's when I thought that.
2: Oh
0: Jesus. <laughs> Joey fucking Harrington. God. And that was such oh, it's such a two thousand were such a bad time for Lions. Oh my god. <laughs> Horrible. Horrible, dude. <laughs> Those years. I remember I remember they they did a like, I think it was uh, HBO Sports did an exposé on him. And it started off with him wearing Birkenstocks, playing piano, talking about how he's not a hot dog and beer guy, he's more of a was he what champagne and strawberries or something. And I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <"Yeah>. what? <laughs> like like dude, you look like a fret boy waiting to drop a date rape drug in some bitch's drink at a fucking dave matthews concert and now you're up here talking about champagne and and, and strawberries but didn't he go to oregon yeah jesus but <laughs> it's like you realize what sport you play right sometimes the better part of valor is silence just don't say anything
2: you remember when he was playing? They did some kind of fucking stupid NFL talent show, and his talent was he he played a he played a piano piece. He played a song. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, I remember
2: yeah. that. The yeah. So <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> can my, say like,
0: yeah. Even See, my inner, even my inner musician is like, bro, you played a piano. That's one step above the keytar. <laughs> did you, unless you come out like Jerry Lee Lewis circa 1956 and let that motherfucker on fire and kept playing it. No one was going to fucking think that was cool.
2: You like played it with your dick.
0: Yeah. I mean, like,
2: uh, yeah, whatever.
1: Right. See, Jack- I have a selective amnesia other than Stafford. I'm like, uh, Scott Mitchell. And the only reason I remember him is Barry. Alright, I don't know any other quarterbacks.
2: Not for we Detroit. Had, we had Chitna, Jeff Garcia, right. Stop. Stop. Dante Stop. Culpepper. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, who
1: else, Facetious fucking damn.
2: <laughs> who else in that turd parade?
1: Selective
2: amnesia, damn it.
0: was it Mike McMahon in there? Beginning of the Joey Harrington stretch? You know,
2: it sounds familiar.
0: Mr. I'm going to take the wind in overtime in Chicago uh, was was head coach because there was a little bit of quarterback quarterback controversy. Who would you rather have start? Marty Mornwig. Who has a Super Bowl ring now.
2: <sighs> so does Jimmy. So does Jim yeah. Schwartz. Jim Schwartz does
0: too, yeah. See, so Detroit has changed. Oh, it's man. Let's it's went from where careers go to die to where we're going to launch your career. Yeah. The Lions are the good luck Chuck of the NFL. The next team you get with went in the Super Bowl.
2: Uh, The 2000s. Charlie Batch. No, 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 no. no, no. Joey Harrington. Oh, God. John Kitna.
0: Charlie Batch. Who won a Super Bowl ring? A Super Bowl.
2: Pittsburgh. Then in one season, one horrible season ten years ago, Dan Orlovsky, Dante Culpepper, and John Kitna. (laughs) Oh. Oh, what a what a list of losers that is. <laughs> Two thousand nine, Matthew Stafford, Dante Callpepper, Drew Stanton. Two thousand ten, Sean Hill, Matt Stafford, Drew Stanton, and then Matty Stafford since twenty eleven. Which he's been he's already been around ten years. Should we should probably start thinking about life post Stafford.
1: Yeah, we're not drafting a quarterback at twenty, dude. Duh!
2: (laughs) Not saying this year, but we should maybe put it on our to-do list. Follow the Philly train to the bottom for the next within the next three drafts.
0: Well, since we're already talking about the Lions, let's move on to some comedy here. Let's review their their 2018 schedule and pick it, shall we? Oh dear God! Okay, so starting off Monday night football at home. Against the Jets. That's a win. You guys she are made. recording this, are you? Oh, I'm writing it down, too. <laughs> I got two pens and mini sheets of paper in case a pen dies or I rip a sheet of paper. Let's oh. do this. <laughs> Listen to this motherfucker.
2: He is ready.
0: 14-2, and two, right, Man? 14-2. <laughs> no.
1: That was last year. I was so right. Way to blow it, Lions.
0: I was right, except for, you know, those things no. like their final no, no, record. No, 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 no. Proving no. me wrong? Listen, I was so right.
1: You, you were wrong. No they, did they end bloody...
0: season 14 and 2? Did they end they... the season? No, stop. This is not a fucking essay question. <laughs> it's a yes or no question. Did they end the season 14 and 2? Nope. You're wrong. Exactly. You're right there. You're right that you're wrong. I'm glad that you can see the light now. Now let's move on to this season. Just now, now listen, now listen, here's where I was right.
1: That was their season. That was their one season. Every season before and now after, you're gonna get fucked. They weren't fucked that last season. They fucked themselves. Look at the schedule now. You got the Patriots, Dallas, Green Bay, We're trying the Rams, to. the Carolina Panthers.
0: This is, Your you front, this is this is him grandstanding. Because he can't handle how wrong he was, and he knows he's going to have to pick himself. He's going to have to pick him to be sub five hundred this year, or else he is proving he's a fucking retard. (laughs) So he's fucking grandstanding now to hopefully this is what people who are listening will remember him standing around stomping his feet, going no, 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 no. Then versus his his final picks. This is what this is, Chris.
1: Are so, you telling me okay. you don't see so the difference do- between this season and last season's
0: schedule? Are we talking about that? You're talking about that. We're talking about this season's schedule and picking this season's schedule. Stop changing the subject. Go ahead. Take a an roll and get focused. The fuck you want me to tell you? Okay, Jets, Monday night football, win or loss? Win. All right, we all got the Jets down as a win. <laughs> <laughs> Same <laughs> Francisco.
3: <laughs> no, I had her own pick.
0: <laughs> I'm enjoying this way too much.
2: We said they're at San Francisco.
0: Yep. yep. So go ahead. What, 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 you, what you picked there, Iceman?
1: Man? Win.
0: You got him as a win.
2: Yeah, it's Jimmy's first loss. Ah, uh, that's a loss. See, I got him as a win, man. Got him as a win. All right. I think they're. I think they're better than the Niners. Yes, Jimmy Garoppolo finally finally logs an L.
0: Hypothetically. All right. <laughs> At home, Sunday night football against the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> the city miracle. Amy nice? Go ahead, call it. Fuck.
2: <laughs> Boss. <laughs> oh shit alright oh yeah that's that's
0: a a loss big ol' L (laughs) okay alright hold on a sec hold on a sec god damn it (laughs) I was laughing sorry I wrote shit down wrong (laughs) alright alright so you had him winning the Jets you have one in San Francisco. Same with you, Chris. Y'all
2: have them losing. I'm I'm keeping track too. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, Nine thirty.
1: You haven't picked. What's your picks?
0: Oh, me? Yeah, he's picked. He picked. Yeah, they're gonna, they're going to win versus the Jets.
2: Yeah, they're going to lose to the Niners and they're going to lose to the Patriots. Yep. Um, okay.
0: Alright, so 30th of September. London game. Against Jerry's boys. Jerry's kids. (laughs) (laughs) America's favorite special ed football team. They got ice. A loss. Great.
2: Yeah. It is also a loss. Being here.
0: Now you have them next, the week after that Green Bay at home.
2: Loss. Like at Fort Field or Green Bay at Lambeau? At Fort Field. Uh, uh, it's, a fucking, yeah, it's a fucking loss. This <laughs>
0: Alright. A rare one that I will give them. Oh look at this. They're going to Miami. It's a road game, but it's a very winnable one in my book. What do you say, Iceman? It's a win. Yeah, it'll be Miami. Alright. And then they're gonna come back home and play Seattle? That's a win. Yeah,
2: that's a win. Seattle's in shambles and they haven't signed anyone to make me think otherwise. What do you say they're rich?
1: Oh, I say it's going to be a loss. Against Seattle? hmm.
0: Okay. <laughs> I. <laughs> all I know is I'm not picking two and fourteen or fourteen and two, so I don't have to defend my nonsense. I think we're going to pretty much even out here. Would be my guess. But okay, next one, they go to Minnesota, loss.
2: Yep, loss. All right. Damn. Then they go on. When? Red. Oh, you picking a loss there too, Rich? For Chicago? No, for Minnesota. Yeah, yeah.
0: When? when Earl says they're going to win in Chicago. Yeah, Chicago blows. All right, I think they're going to lose in Chicago. Okay, that's he's allowed to pick who he wants, Earl. That's I say nothing. That's cool with me. Laugh <laughs> all you want. Okay, then they're going to
1: come back home. They and- so go to the toilet ball and lose. I swear to God. <laughs> Goodbye, Matt. Patricia. Okay. Wow. They're home and they have. I would like to point Carolina. out the.
2: The first shots for calling for the coach to be fired have been fired before the season's even begun. we have even drafted for the training camp. All right.
0: All right, so Carolina at home in Detroit. Loss. Uh, yeah,
2: it's a loss. Okay, I got that as a loss too.
0: In Detroit, and Chicago. Yeah, the Bears suck. See, now here's where I'm going to give them the win. I'm sorry. They still haven't proven to me that they're a fucking. Ste- the Lions haven't proven to me they're a steady road team. If they do it this season, then they'll have one year of, of showing me that they can win on the road with some consistency. I just I, until I see it, I'm not going to buy it. So that's the only reason I did the split with Chicago. All right. After that, in Detroit, Rams come in. Boss. Awesome. And then they go out to Arizona to play the Cardinals to win.
2: What do you think, Rich? Oh, wait a minute. DJ's gonna
0: be back. That's stolen Yeah, that was I got that one as a win.
1: After that, they go on the road to Buffalo. Chris, who did you pick?
2: Lions. Okay. On the road to Buffalo. Who's win? Playing, who's the QB
0: in Buffalo now? Mm, drawing a big blank. I shouldn't either. God, we goofed on him hard enough last year in the playoffs. It was Tyrod Taylor at the time last year. We were kind of goofing on Buffalo fans more. Right now now it says
2: A.J. McCarron and Nathan Peterman. Right. So the Bills are going to try to ride the A.J. McCarron train. So that's a win for the Lions. You got that as a win for the Lions? Yep. Yep. What you got there, Rich?
0: I have that one as a win. And... (laughs) Spoiler alert, that's the last time they win this season. True. And then they have the Vikings in Detroit. Loss. Yeah, loss. And... Then they end the season in Lambeau
2: against Green Bay. In Green Bay. We don't win at Lambeau. All right, so let's tally them up here, folks.
0: All right, I got a eight and eight. Okay, you got a mate and eight. Iceman has a eight and eight, and I have them. At, you have five and 11. <laughs> five and 11. <laughs> the only one I'm wishy-washy on is Chicago in Chicago. That's the only one I'm, I'm wishy-washy on. Mm-hmm. I know you guys are like Seattle, but I just, I, there's nobody there, bro. I'm real. I understand that. However, I also understand they still have a quarterback who's won a Super Bowl. They still have had a coach that's won a Super Bowl. Good
2: luck. I'd have to see how Dallas bounces back to, like, I picked Dallas just based on the Cowboys are always better than the Lions, but that's one pick for me that could go, See yeah, how they play like Zeke and Dak and Zeke hit the, the sophomore slump last year.
0: Yeah. And Des Bryant's gone. Not like he was helping much. Yeah. But, which was great listening to the local sports talk fans call in and say, please pick up. Des Bryant. No!
2: it's, it's, it's uh, I was just yelling at my radio. <laughs> No, why? Let's, get Let's put a cushion for the seat he's going to take up for on the bench for in his signing bonus. he get a nice little fluffy cushion with his name on it. Maybe he can even get his own chair. So for when he's injured, just sit in it. No thanks. And, again, he's on the downside of his career. All right, we're going to stop being the same old Lions.
0: we got to stop taking out other people's trash. I, that, no, that I agree with. And if it, with with Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia, if they're trying to instill that patriot type mentality, they're not going to continue taking out of the people's trash.
1: Well, I mean, they haven't thus far. They've missed mm-hmm. a shit ton of signings that that
0: would have made a lot more sense. The one that, the one that had me, I I know I'm probably in a minority on this podcast, but the one that has me going, uh, and I'm not really quite sure about, is Legarrette Blunt. He's not that young of a guy. He has been in the league for quite a while for his position.
1: Yeah, but look, Eric Blunt only signed a year. I
0: understand that. Yeah, that's why. Like,
2: that, that's, that's Is why. that a
0: stopgap measure? Are they looking to head to the next draft beyond this one? Is that they why they are. did that?
1: They are. They're looking for a power running back that has proven he, he no matter what, will get yards. And like Eric Blunt, even... You know, as seasoned as he is, will get yards. If you're third and two, he will
0: get you
2: the two. Yeah, he'll fall forward. And maybe get you an extra couple as well.
0: Well, I mean, and I, I got to say this. It, <laughs> this is the Widowmaker schedule for the Lions. Mm-hmm. This is a trial by fire for Matt Patricia. You jumped out of the frying pan into the motherfucking fire. That's all there is to say about that. Because I'm looking at one, two... Three, four, five, I would say six and at least two possible fucking teams they play can make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And of those that make it, I'm talking one, two, three, maybe four have a legit chance at making the Super Bowl. That's a hellacious fucking schedule for a good team, a confident team, a team that... And two of them are in our division. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Enjoy those four games. But I still
2: have a question that hasn't been answered. Who is our every down running back? We don't have one. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. We have running back
1: by committee. That's the Patriot way.
2: Yeah. Well, we need to, We need somebody because Amir Abdullah, he's just proven durability is an issue for him. Like, it's, he's, he's not going to be the guy. Thank you, Javid Best 2.0. Count down to when you get injured next season. Theo Riddick, eh, like, yeah. yeah, he ain't going to be. Theo Riddick ain't going to be an HOF guy. You know? Yeah, he could be a spark plug for sometimes. You know, but no. And in fact, Theo Riddick pretty. Er, LeGarrett Blunt just took his job. Theo Riddick was our third down guy.
1: Yeah, but Theo Riddick is a good uh, out of the backfield
2: receiver. He's not Do a solution. Out out. But yeah, but he's not he's not the solution to the bigger problem. You know,
0: but I have to say, looking at the schedule, there's there is one good thing for Lions fans that the they week. get to they get two national <laughs> two good things for Lions fans. They get two nationally televised games early in the season.
3: Yeah, I mean why there's
0: you know, why there's still hope. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm being I'm being dead serious. They get the Jets, that should be a win, period. They're at home. It's Monday night football. It's the Jets get neck deep in their ass. Yes, they go on the road to San Francisco. Yes, I think that's going to be a loss. The only determining factor in that is because I think it's in San Francisco. I think it's almost a coin toss. If they were in Detroit, I'd probably give the edge to the Lions. And then you're going to get ready. Let's get ready to suck it when New England comes into town and fucking face-rapes you.
2: (laughs) Well, Tom Brady hasn't committed to playing yet. Oh, yes. okay.
0: All right. Yes, they have. Yeah, I, yeah. He so, has. He has committed. Yeah, and everyone was worried about him less than they were worried about Gronk. And Gronk's already said, "I'm not going anywhere." So, please, Mister, I want to play to forty-five. The fact that they got rid of Garoppolo tells me that he better fucking keep his end of the bargain.
2: If he doesn't. He leaves. <laughs> Belichick firebombs his house.
0: Seriously, Are you bitch, motherfucker. Robert Kraft might be like might might be an evil genius like Doctor Evil and set like Fembot Giselle to go kill fucking <laughs> for doing that shit. Put a bear trap in her vagina.
2: <laughs>
0: Something like, dude, that was that was the heir apparent gone. Mm-hmm. On on your big shit talking that you want to play till forty five. But you, I, motherfucker, at forty-four, if you're missing a leg,
2: <laughs> you better be out. there Hey, get the parrot from the Tampa Bay draft. <laughs> Put on his shoulder. There you go.
0: Give him a leg. There you go. Oh god. Uh, you know, if if he does get if he does like get a leg cut off in a in a in a car accident or something, it's okay. Cleveland will still sign him to play, you know, and start him. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, Lions probably
2: sign him in the practice squad just to have him.
0: Lions will give him a workout. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Manziel would still be working out.
0: Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. One-legged fucking Brady and
2: Manziel checking the football back and forth. That's the XFL starting lineup.
0: Yeah, I saw the schedule and I was like, "Wow!" I did too. I, was like, Oof. I heard the I heard the cartoon. Wah, wah. <laughs> was like, Ugh, it's going to be a long season here in Detroit. Oh boy! See what
2: happens when you put together winning records and consecutive season lines. <laughs> this the kind of schedules you get, you don't get Cleveland coming town to town four times in a season. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I Why are we I, playing Cleveland and San Francisco four times? All I can say is I'm kinda shocked that you and Iceman both say they're gonna go five hundred. Really shocked with you, Chris. When I when I when I said five and eleven, I was expecting like first of all, I was expecting it to be like sixteen and zero from Iceman just because <laughs> and then I'd have him at five and eleven and you'd have him at like one and fifteen. Because they're bad, but they're not bad enough to be historically bad. So I I, got to say I'm kind of shocked.
2: Well, I mean, we luck out. We play Chicago twice. So there's two wins. Jets haven't signed anybody. I mean, that's... Unless there is some crazy movement after the draft here in free agency. I mean, yeah, I think half of their games are winnable. I mean, but, dude, this is based on, yeah, we're right in April. You know, we do this again in August. This shit might be a different story.
0: Oh my God! Can can you? Okay, if if what you guys said came comes true, they win their first two games going into Sunday night football against oh New England. Oh my God! Can you imagine? Oh. The, the, the level of short bus retards saying we have a chance. We have a chance to beat them. Just blue
2: Honolulu blue and silver erections, hard like. <laughs> beyond four hours like a doctor just
0: on call (laughs) every hooker on back page (laughs) yeah in the metro detroit area is walking with a fucking limp because they've just been getting three and a half inch blue vein diamond cutters stuffed in them for the (laughs) first two and a half weeks of the football season (laughs) oh god Jesus. People yeah, will have be...
2: Ebola and just blue Kool Aid will be coming out of every orifice. It'll be
0: Detroit Lions Ebola. If if there if 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 for whatever reason they win those first two games and they win against New England, I predict there will be a new pure Michigan parody Detroit Lions bit because they had one when they sucked. Then they had one when when uh, Schwartz came. And this that would be the, the right time for, you know, Lions, bandwagon fans. That's pure Michigan. I mean, it would just be a perfect time for one. Oh, God. God help us if they
2: get to the buy something crazy, like, you know, something in one. Patricia will be able to fuck anybody's wife in the metro Detroit area that he
0: wants. Pretty much and these guys would be raising kids named Matty yeah. that aren't uh, and happy to do it. You, Matt Patricia would be the
2: mayor of Detroit. Every,
0: the... <laughs> every every child born to a Lions fan is either named Matt or Patricia, depending on their... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nine months from game yeah, three. are
2: our kids, Matt and Patricia.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Well, um, yeah, I don't know i've I've looked at a few other mock drafts. I cannot believe ESPN is so stingy. like, c- dude, they must like go after people who post up just info on his mock draft. on Mel Kuiper's mock draft. I, I like seriously, individual picks are out there, but yeah, well we're just going through shady back channels. Oh, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to. I still can't find shit. Maybe this is where Twitter would come in handy. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really that active. <laughs> but... Alright, so... Uh, anything else? Oh, uh... Yeah, our favorite Irishman. So, is he running New York yet? See the king of New York? Conor McGregor? Oh, why? What happened now? What'd he do? Just, you know, he threw a First of all, let's review the situation. His boy got called out by another fighter in his entourage. So Conor McGregor flew to New York to confront the guy, did, and threw a garbage can at his tour bus.
2: Yeah, like, I was saying this in the chat with Iceman. Can him and Vince McMahon just get it over with? I mean, when you combine that with his conduct at the... uh uh, all the pressers last year were Mayweather. I mean, isn't it really the kind of career this guy's angling for?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, it seems to be. But then again, maybe this is just, you know, my one-eighth hood coming out. I don't know. I got to kind of respect it, man. This motherfucker gonna, threw a garbage can at a bus. Yeah, but still, gonna, you and a bunch of mother- other motherfuckers going to back my boy up and try to punk him out on camera? Let me fly out there and you talk that shit to me now. Like, I gotta kind of respect that. Like, that motherfucker kind of carries it like he fucking talks it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe loyalty goes too far with me. I, I don't know. Watch too many gangster movies or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's some serious, like, fuck you, pay me type gangster shit. That's just, that's just what I'm saying. I mean, and then he gets arrested and he's yeah. posed pictures with the cops. <laughs>
2: saying that's Taylor Vince McMahon is just frothing at the mouth like come on man
0: <laughs> I'll pay you more money than Dana White ever would he ain't big enough to be in the fucking WWE that's the problem uh, who, who was the Earl you remember the
2: intercontinental champion
0: something I did the, the, the who was the motherfucker who used to do the moonsault the little the little tiny guy like in the oh, 90s shit. with the mask Rey Mysterio? Rey Mysterio. Yeah. How many guys, now honestly, how many guys like that are in the WWE? Now? Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. How many are in now? Oh, uh, a shit ton. Really? Those little fucking... Yeah. The, the okay. cruiserweights
1: are, yeah, plentiful. Do they fight the heavyweight guys? Not or, like, no. Uh-uh. So- like, okay. Rey Mysterio actually so- became WWE heavyweight champion of the world. He took down people like the Big Show and all types of shit.
2: Because it's real. Huh.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, but it's life, dude. What are you talking?
0: You know, I did see someone make a point online. I have to. They, they went about it in a rather obtuse way, but it, it, it is it is a valid point. They had a picture of Mad Men. They had a picture of The Sopranos. They had a picture of. Uh, Uh, breaking bad they said scripted 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 and at the bottom it had two guys wrestling in a wwe ring and it said just let me enjoy my wrestling i'm like it's kind of a valid point Mm -hmm. i mean it's not like anyone's trying to i don't know anyone from the wwe who's like oh this shit is real we don't know who's gonna win like that, that ship has sailed on that bullshit
2: oh yeah but no, still real. When Mick Foley was picking thumbtacks out of his back, yeah, no shit, and, and, and exhaling teeth through his nose. I'm just saying, just because the winner is
1: already chosen before the show even gets set up, doesn't mean it's fake.
2: No, I'm always the saying, still I do real. Yeah, the the athleticism is still real. When you watch
1: Triple H start fucking hurting people, and the next thing you know, he turns around and he can't move because his fucking quad is ripped off of his fucking femur, that's real pain.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: Owen, wow. Hart. Owen Hart did really die. He did fall from the top of Kemper Arena. Yes, he did. Oh, okay, isn't so that, hold on a second.
0: Isn't that near yes, Neck it, of the Woods? Yes, it is. Kansas City. Okay, so Earl found at least the first round of Mel Kuyper's mock draft. I don't know if this is the latest one, because if it is, it's different than what we read before. He has... Allen going one, Darnold going two, Rosen going three, and Barkley falling to Cleveland at four. Right. Okay. Which, it's Iceman's wet dream. Well no, what seriously, f- that would be the that would be the perfect fucking draft for, for the Browns. And, and the quarterback yeah, they get the quarterback they want, plus they get arguably the, the most talented player in the draft. Now see, here's what I was trying to tell you.
1: You could swap that. You could say that Cleveland takes Barkley because there's only one of him. But look at the three next pick, the top three picks that Mel Kiper picked: Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, and Josh Rosen. You could have you could have Saquon Barkley as your first pick. Giants and Jets are going to take one of the of the top three picks there, and that leaves you with the third one. So even if the Giants keep Sam Darnold, and I mean Josh Rosen or Josh Allen goes to Jets, you still got the other one. Cleveland is in the best position possible for this draft. If they fuck this up, oh, I am not, I will leave the toilet bowl alone and talk just
0: about the Browns. I swear. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like stealing candy from a baby, dude. Let's be honest here. It's not like talking shit about the Browns is a, you know. The, there's no heart in it. You hate the 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 Bears. I mean, you hate the Bears. You know, yeah, They make Browns. it so easy
1: to talk shit about them. Oh, here <laughs> we go. do they sign the Buff fumble? Come on.
0: What is PDS? Come on now. Leave the franchise alone. <laughs> According to most women I've, I've talked to who are not football fans, they think he looked cute when he took his GQ modeling pictures. That's all that matters.
1: The the, the one thing that really surprised me is that they put he puts Baker Mayfield going to Denver at five. Mel Kuyper does. I
2: can see that. You can see that? Denver needs someone to throw the ball.
1: They got Case Keenum,
2: dog. Denver needs someone to throw the ball.
1: Denver needs Bradley <laughs> Chubb. They need a running back. They have Bradley Chubb's a defensive end.
0: He's not a running back. He's a defensive end. Or did you just misspeak?
1: No. Seriously? What? Who's that other fucking running back? No, 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 no. No! That can't be right.
2: <laughs> yes. Mel Kiper's wrong.
1: Mel Kiper <laughs> is all wrong all the time.
2: No, yeah, I, it said he was a defensive end on my end, too. But I don't want to correct you, which is rare.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, believe me. If Chris could correct you, he'd jump at the chance. At any time. No, he's a defensive end, dude. Holy shit, he is. Is this the Mandela effect? Did you slip into an alternate reality between shows or something?
2: We say at the beginning, everybody, half-ass sports fans, all right? Right. It's It's like a disclaimer every week to be wrong. (laughs) <laughs> allows us to be wrong. Whoops. No, hey, no, hey, no, listen, we said at the beginning, we could be wrong.
0: Well, I mean, if you you know, going on, anyways, you got the then he has the Lions taking defensive tackle, Taven Bryan number twenty overall. So I mean, is that gonna be an underwhelming pick? D- no, it is Chubb, but it's
1: it's not Bradley, it's Nick Chubb. Okay. <laughs>
0: Who do, he doesn't well, even was. have going in the first round. Right. Except he's got Barkley as the only running back going in the first round. Yep. Which, with recent history, would pretty much make sense if it played out that way. That's a very... The value of that position is has is, is dropped through the fucking floor in the last decade. decade. Jesus Christ, to the point where fullback is being phased out of the game. There's only two running backs, and they are already getting rid of They are like, well, let's just cut it in half. <laughs> but no, seriously, when it comes to the Lions, if they pick like a defensive tackle, a non-sexy pick, with their first-round pick, I mean, a Lions fan's going to go, well, you know, you've got to do what you got to do, or is it going to be, Jesus fucking Christ, man. He didn't do anything in the fucking free agency, and you're not doing anything in the draft.
2: But he has. They've made very... Oh, they've made very... Bob Quinn and very Pat Pat Patricia Matt Patricia moves in this podcast. Now oh, I like most of the moves they've made. I don't
0: hate them. Well, I just remember one of but one of my co-hosts, not named Chris, <laughs> steady pissing his fucking adult depends because what the fuck are the Lions doing? Everybody's gonna be gone.
2: So we have every free agent, all of them. Their magical payroll. With no ceiling.
0: So, uh, M- Mr. Homer, Mr. Chug down that Kool-Aid, Bukaki the Kool-Aid,
2: <laughs> Honolulu Bukaki. <blue cocky. laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> if they do take a defensive tackle or an offensive lineman or an unsexy position with their first overall pick, are you going to be fine with that? If it's a, if, if you believe he's a solid player.
1: Yes, uh, we do need a defensive tackle because we have a huge hole in the middle of our line and we need a better uh, offensive line. And, I mean, as far as the sexy positions, we're good. We got receivers. We got a quarterback. We got corners. We got a couple of linebackers. 15-1. <laughs> He's no. talking himself into it. <laughs> He's talking himself into it. I'm telling you, I'm not, guys. I mean, all you know, skits and, and bits aside, I, I was looking at the last schedule while we were going over this year's schedule. There is nobody. There was like two or possibly three teams that it was like you're probably going to lose that game this week. This year's schedule is like. Can you win one game? But what I am talked into, and this is Chris's fault, is it's a new era of football that I haven't experienced. This is the Patriot way. Okay, show me something. Stop talking about it. I'll shut up and I'll sit and watch. I know who you were. I know who you're playing and who they are. Show me you've changed. Because I told you guys at the beginning of last season, if they fuck this up... I'm done. I can't. I, I'm, I'm going to call it square. I could call it like it is. I can't have my homer pick anymore because that schedule, no bullshit, was tailor-made for them to win. There was no huge, oh, fuck, we've got to really put our foot to the floor to get through this one.
0: Well, I, I'm glad you somehow made it about last year again. But <laughs> considering this year, you know, the, the current roster, I will agree with you. Yeah, I'm not a Lions fan. I wouldn't be real upset if they went defensive or offensive line, as long as it was as close to a slam dunk at that position as you can get. Because who's their standout on offensive line? TJ Lang? Who's their standout on defensive line? Ansa. I mean, that's, that's, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Neither of those names are like terrifying in the NFL. Nope. Zeke
1: is, he has to be accounted for every game. That fucker is quick. And know? if you have somebody in the middle, if you if you draft or trade or sign somebody in the middle that has to be paid attention to, that leaves the door open on the outside. Now, we're not even close to, to the Sioux era where it was all four and you're like, well, who do I double team? Because as soon as I do, I'm screwed because here comes the other one. We're nowhere near that. But, I mean, there's options. You know, Indianapolis did it with two. They did it with Dwight Freeney and Mathis at the ends. It's like, which side do I double team? Because the other one's coming if I do. So, if we could get somebody in the middle, it, it'll be pretty pretty hard to run
0: against Detroit. Well, we will see. I mean, we'll know tomorrow. But I'm just I'm trying to prepare myself for when I go into work, the wailing and gnashing of teeth on local sports radio about their first round pick. So. I mean, at
2: this point, aren't there always going to be assholes who complain no matter what?
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's... It, oh, God, Lions fans. Oh, Jesus. it's I, For all the crying and complaining in the 2000s about why are we picking another fucking wide receiver, their number one overall pick, the one exception being Megatron, period. All right? That was like, you have to pick him. He... he that's a once-in-a-generation player. I can see him if they picked a wide receiver, half this town fucking getting ready to to go out and get Super Bowl champion tattoos. I can, I, I can honestly, fuck. as long as they ain't a tight end. Like, seriously, if they picked, I, there's just too many Lions fans I know that'd be like, oh, that's it, that's the final piece we need. We got all these weapons. Yeah, and Stafford's getting fucking gangbanged in the backfield one of every eight fucking snaps. What good is that do you? You're literally giving up a down. Just say Canadian football. Just sounds messy. So yeah, no, I'm I, I I'm with you on that one, Ice. You know, you gotta show up a line is a offensive and defensive line linemen are just overlooked a lot by a lot of a lot of people it's not the sexy position it's not the position you know guys every guy's name etc etc the big stats position but it's a it's a position you need to be strong and i've just i've been a fan of too many defenses that have had a defensive line that was just like (laughs) what are you here for pain you know like oh okay all right these motherfuckers are like Cavemen retarded with that with that retard strength. Okay, want well, do your thing? <laughs> Red meat. Mm-hmm. We hungry. <laughs> like seriously, I if 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 Patricia wants to fucking put these guys through the fucking through through a training camp, just take every defensive lineman and throw them in a cage and like twice a day take a sharp stick and throw raw meat at them and just. Stay there, and then let him out when it's game time. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and then tie a piece of meat to the other team's quarterback. Game over.
2: Deprive <laughs> him of food and water. Show him pictures of other guys fucking their
0: girlfriends. <laughs> just, just tell him, hey, opposing team's quarterback's got a Slim Jim in his back pocket. <laughs> I'm going to snap into a Slim Jim. And he like, fucked your fuck mom.
3: Is- <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: Get that fucking water boy retard strength going and shit. Yeah, <laughs> but all right. right. It, it's a
1: it's a middle of the low road line defensively. You got Ansa, Jeremiah, Ledbetter, and uh, oh, what's his name, Anthony Zettel, on the other end. You need one guy in the middle, and Ledbetter, I love you, but sorry, you're not him. That needs to be a, a huge threat, and and then it'll be hard to run. And they have absolutely nobody on the offensive line that people are like, well, we can't get through that side.
2: All right. Well,
0: no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I mean, I. then there is the fact that it is the Lions. And when they go, I mean, anybody, Riley Reese, anybody? Wah-wah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> mm, that that one had to feel good, right? So, I, I'm just saying, like, uh, hopefully it's a better front office. Hopefully they make some more wise de- decisions. But eh, I don't know. That's well, see. That's why I said I keep. You say I keep
1: talking about last season. I'm not. I'm saying with the change in the guard, with Matt, Patricia, and and the the Quinn and all of them. I want to see it. Stop telling me that you're bringing a different cha- a different you know mentality to this team. It, it's. I've started to see it with the signing or lack thereof, as Chris would call it. Everybody else is trash. You know, there's a couple that I thought should have been taken and almost were, but. He went to San Fran, you know. So,
0: all right, you're bringing a all whole right, well, new new world. Well, let me see. Let me ask this question: As the Super Lions fan on the show, are you ready for them to suck for two more to, for, for two or three more seasons before they start having success that they've never had in your lifetime? It, absolutely. If it gets them
1: to the promised land, go ahead. You've already shown me you can't do it by yourself. That's what I was trying to. Say this whole show—you had it hand delivered to you last season, and you found a way to fuck it up. You could blame and or explain it away in an injury, and I—I I, I don't know how else you could say it. But there was nothing stopping you last season—not a fucking thing—and you somehow found a way.
2: Well, the other okay, teams? so
1: that whole thing—that whole thing is gone, Matt Patricia. You're gonna rebuild. If it causes you to have a two to three year, you know, sucky record and all that,
0: good. Show me the end. All right, I'm just, I'm just wondering, because in a, in a lot of ways, you know, Lions fans are patient, but in a lot of other ways, I, I, if they go eight and eight this season, and next season they don't improve upon that record, like I said, I can already hear the crying in the filling of adult diapers in Metro Detroit area. That's all I'm saying.
3: I,
1: I you you're you right. Need,
0: we're patient you guys and then we I'm just saying like, you guys get way too hype over an eight and eight season.
1: We we need <laughs> to see some sort of progress. And Chris has pointed it out this whole off season the progress they're making. They're not taking the old guard. Everybody else is trashed the big names that are free agents Okay, so that's that's progress right there. That's one thing I could point at and go, "You're right, Chris." Okay, thank you for showing me the light. I see the, I see the way of change is coming. Let's follow, but we'll follow to a fault. And once we reach that, it, if you can't improve, you know, you got to go.
3: All right.
1: Okay.
2: So, anything else? Huh? That's, I'm about tapped out. How about you guys? Yeah. There was
1: one other thing. There was a Dateline uh, news story done on Michigan State, Uh, Bella Caroli, Marta Caroli, and that whole Olympics thing. Now, I can't ask you guys to chip in, and I really can't show it to you because you'd have to watch the whole thing, and it was over an hour long. But here's the thing. Out of everything I watched on there, these girls, and I am in no way going to Undercut what they went through, but they want to place the blame on everybody. I can't do that, and I want your guys' opinion on this now. They, by everybody, I'm telling you, they're placing the blame on law enforcement, Olympic Committee, uh, Bella Caroli, Marta Caroli, uh, you know, other coaches on, on the Olympic team. I mean. Everybody.
2: I mean, so far you've named a list of people who knew.
1: Bella and Marta didn't know. There's a lawsuit going on
2: right now. A few of them I against think, the Corolles. I Think time might. Uh, I think history might prove otherwise. Here's here's my thought.
0: Here's my thought on that. This is just pure running gut, running on gut feeling. This happened over the span of many years, to hundreds of victims. I find it hard to believe that anyone surrounding that program, that gymnastics program, didn't hear rumors about it. I just I I know how workplaces are. It might not have been talked about in out in the open, but behind people's backs, behind closed doors, one on one, two, three people, whatever, in a room, you know, hey, have you ever heard of, of, of NASA doing this? Yeah, I've heard something about it. It happens. Now the question is, is that enough to, is that enough to win a lawsuit? I don't know, I'm not a lawyer. Here's the thing,
1: and, and again, I'm putting you guys at a disadvantage. You had to watch it. The, the gymnasts were saying that they thought this is what it took to get to the Olympics. They didn't really, quote, talk about what Nasser did to him at the time. They, when they did, it was just between each other. When they were sitting, getting ready, hey, did he, okay, so it happened to you too? Oh, okay, then this is what's supposed to be. And at that young of age, they didn't really realize what it was he was doing.
0: Well, I'm not necessarily talking about the the gymnast. I'm talking about (laughs) the adults surrounding the gymnast. Eventually, something's going to leak out. Right, but the adults never
1: heard of him doing any of this until later in the 2000s when the girls started actually talking in public, or not public, but like in a car ride with the coaches. Well,
0: look, I think no matter what happens, there's going to be a clean sweep of, of a lot of people from the athletic department at MSU. You already have Amanda Thomas Show, mm-hmm. one of the people that was molested by Nasser. And she's running for, uh, or, she, or she's talking about she wants to run for Michigan State trustee. So, I mean, if that's the case, if the victims are stepping up and saying, we want to be part of the program, what do you think is going to happen if they do get in there? You think all of a sudden they're they're going to play nice? They're going to turn a blind eye to shit? No, they're going to go after anybody and everybody that... that I would hope that they would investigate anyone that they've heard might have known something, didn't speak up, and let the investigation dictate what their course of action may be. But could you really blame them if they went in there basically sharpening their knives and their forks going, we're just going to rip this fucking place apart? Yes and no. I want to exactly. rip apart,
1: I, I want to rip apart what hurt me. I, I don't want to be as wrong as the person that did hurt me by ruining somebody else's life and that's what I'm afraid of. I watched Bella Caroli and, and his Olympians ever since I was a kid and I think that hinders my judgment in this. That's why I brought it to you guys because I find it hard to believe that he knew and and Marta even said, the parents of these kids were in the room with him when some of these allegations supposedly happened. If the parents of these kids haven't see, haven't said or done anything at that time to say this is wrong, what's going on, how am I supposed to know? He was a master, master manipulator of everybody, is what Marta Corolli said. And I would just no. hate to see somebody like the the Carolis who came over from Romania, quote, American dreamed their ass to where they are today get torn down by somebody like Nasser. But see, those are just
0: the high profile people that might be in the crosshairs. I mean you have the Title IX investigator who at the end of the, their investigation said that uh, the girls didn't understand the difference between the excuse me, the and this is a direct quote, a nuanced difference, unquote between sexual assault and an appropriate medical procedure. Now, the article I, I just quoted doesn't even name the, the, the Title IX investigator. I mean, so uh, th- this is what I'm getting at. If they're going to clean house, they're going to go after the most high-profile people they can and hope it, tri- it trickles down. And if you need any proof of that, look at this shit with fucking Penn State. As of last year, they were still convicting motherfuckers and throwing them in prison over that shit. Right. Right but they weren't the high profile people it wasn't Joe Pie it wasn't uh, uh, Sandusky those those Joe Pie died Sandusky's in prison but they were still going after people that's that's and this is way bigger than Penn State oh, yeah. this goes this world's way deeper way more victims whole lot more moving parts i mean i i don't think i i want to say like I think it was like between thirty and fifty victims, at least have gone on record of saying that that, that Sandusky did something to them. We're talking over a hundred and what seventy-five victims in Nasser's case. And these are the ones that will say something. Two sixty-five. Yeah, and months. Of, what? What? The beginning of the year, that number was around one hundred and fifty. And Chris, you're absolutely right. These are people that are coming forward to say something. How many aren't? So, I mean, this is just going to be bad fucking news. And I don't, I don't know how I feel at this point. Cause I mean, look, I, I am, when it comes to punishing other sports for what happened in this sport, just because they were all underneath the umbrella of that athletic department, I have a problem for that. If there are situations where there's dirt that was done by, the football team, the basketball team, that is separate from this, the Nasser case, then go after him for that. But don't punish them for the Nasser case, because then you're making martyrs of them.
3: Right. It,
1: where I could tell, it's more of a culture at MSU that's been established, that everything's okay, and everything's going to be swept under the rug and hush-hush. You know, you, you got... Two, two basketball players that raped a, or sexually assaulted, as it was a, a girl. You got Nasser, You got some football players that did some things. So it's it, they've established a culture. So it's not really penalizing the basketball team for Nasser or the football team for Nassar. It's, you got Nasser as big as that is. But you also have these incidences also that were swept
0: under the rug. But that culture goes both ways. That culture that excuses athletes in basketball and football. Now, I know this is going to be a very unpopular thing to say, but I'm just wondering because odds are it's happened. You're telling me if you're a top gymnast who is somehow attached to MSU and you do something stupid, the the, the, the MSU isn't going to try to fucking sweep it under the rug just as quick as they would for a football or basketball player, especially if you have a shot at going in, to the Olympics and winning.
2: Or maybe you're the doctor for all these type of people.
0: Exa- exa- that's what I'm saying. Like this, It goes both ways. People turn a blind eye to Nasser because he was the quote-unquote rock star of the gymnastics doctor world, which is like, what? It doesn't even make sense to me. I can't even comprehend that. You're a fucking doctor.
2: Yeah, that's a thing?
0: <sighs> yeah. But apparently it is. I mean, and just as much as people who wanted to protect him will go, well, they swept all these allegations and and, and, and rumors under the rug. You're going to tell me that if a top gymnast did something stupid, went out and got busted, you know, drunk somewhere with an MIP, that these that the same people that would cover for Nasser wouldn't rush in and cover for a gymnast? Yeah,
1: absolutely. But, I mean, I... I Actually personally I think that's one and the same, Rich. That is contributing to the whole culture. And and don't get me wrong, this isn't just MSU, this is just the biggest one. But sweeping illegal and unpopular incidences under the rug is I mean, it's the culture there and I think that's why it's going to crush that college. As hard as it is. Not just Nassar. Earl, much just, as, I, as much as I agree with you, it's the culture. It's the culture of all college sports. That's what I said. It's not just MSU. It just happens to be the biggest one right now. Exactly. It's just like, like uh, the biggest college basketball scandal right now is, is Louisville. But, I mean, that's not the only one. Obviously, there's other people in the FBI investigation, but that's the biggest one. Because you have the biggest, one of the biggest coaches, you know, on tape. And it's just, you wonder how we get things like the millennials.
0: (laughs) It just, it makes me wonder this. What is the end game here? Is the end game for the NCAA to sit back, keep their hands out of the fucking pie, and let the legal system deal with it? Or are they they just laying back in the buckwheat, letting the legal system deal with it, and then they're going to come in and drop, like, a bombshell, like, the entire athletic department to MSU gets the death penalty for two, three years. I think, was, the, I
1: think that is I, I, almost a given to me.
0: Which means the, the stoners aren't even playing fucking uh, Frisbee golf for MSU at that point. That means there's no right. organized sports on that campus for a year or two. Right. That will, that will set MSU back down at least a decade and that's being very very generous so i well i mean I would you would think but but then I mean, here's I, the thing I, the more we talk about this the more i'm like why am i even why do I at this point why do i care if that's the fucking if that's how they come down in that athletic department because that athletic department has proven to be so incompetent that they can't even do what every other fucking athletic department does and get away with it And I'm, and I'm not talking about the Nasir situation. I'm talking about. I know about, what you're talking. I know. You know, if you're gonna fucking, if you're gonna if you're gonna do some ill shit, then you better be good at covering your tracks. And they, they are just. In, it's like when Kwame got busted here in Detroit. You know, doing his shit as mayor, I was like, he didn't do anything any other fucking mayor in my lifetime in Detroit hadn't done. He's just too stupid not to get caught. <laughs> yeah. Is anybody really shocked? There's ask- like
1: this. No. Let me ask you guys this, though. That, that that question right there, it's shocked. No, we're not shocked. You're right. And we're talking about death penalties and Louisville and MSU. What if the FBI says no more NCAA? You're a, over a billion dollars, you grandstanding motherfuckers, and you let all this shit happen to these kids. Tell me that they don't deserve to be disbanded. That the policing
0: go, body. That is going to go before the Supreme Court, before a final decision is made. The NCAA is not going down without a fight. They will take on the United States government quick, fast, and in a heartbeat.
1: And I, I hope they lose. If you're the policing body of these college athletes, including the Olympic gymnasts, you're, you're, you're the one, you're the people, and you let all of this shit go, all of it, it's not just NASA. It's not just MSU basketball players and 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 Louisville players and UC, USC players. You let all of this shit go and sat back and raked all of this money. Hmm. I've heard this story before. What was that company? Enron. Come on, man.
0: No, I'm with you, man. And I've said this on this show before. This is nothing new. Well worn carpet. I'm I'm treading here, but maybe I gotta say it again. It's been a while. Fuck the NCAA, fuck the International Olympic Committee, fuck FIFA. These are fucking corrupt-to-the-bone organizations that need to be blown up by whatever agencies can blow them up, and we need to come up with a better system because this isn't working anymore. It's not just now a matter of, you know, athletes not getting paid, and the, the argument has shifted far, far away from that. Now it is athletes are getting away with crimes. People attached no matter how barely to the program are getting away, you know, got away with horrendous crimes for fucking decades all on, on their
1: watch. I mean, that's cliche saying, but they're, you're getting away with murder.
0: Let me ask you a question. If for whatever reason, the women's gymnastic team out of MSU had a head coach type situation, not a trainer, like a head coach, and had that same head coach for all the time that Nasser was there. Everybody would be calling for that coach to be fired because, hey, this happened on your watch. Just just like what happened with Joe oh, Pa. Yeah. You got to go. It happened on your watch. Period. Right. The NCAA is the eye in the sky at the casino compared to the pit boss. They're supposed to see everything. Right. And they're not. Bye-bye. You had your chance later for you. I'm right there with you. It's just I don't see it happening. And i damn sure it's not even going an attempt is not going to be made that it's going to go unchallenged.
2: Yeah, it just it just doesn't seem plausible.
0: It never seemed plausible
1: that Joe Pa was going to get fired for fucking Standusky. dusky. He didn't touch those kids, but it
2: happened. You're uh, talking about bringing a billion dollar institution crumbling to the ground. They did it. Good luck.
1: All the evidence is there, Chris. It's not like you need to go drum up some shit. I mean, for God forbid, whatever the FBI starts to drum up on top of what's already happened, I think what would probably if it was happen- me. You were rich, we would be under Leavenworth. Yeah, but we don't like have under in the bowels of the basement. We don't
2: generate billions of dollars of revenue.
1: Okay, but we also don't hurt kids, dude. They are hurting kids and i don't care who you are they're not uh, people people especially in today's society are not going to let a billion dollar organization
0: like the ncaa get away with hurting these kids the only way i can see something happening is the ncaa does what the ncaa always does the minute any federal agency starts casting an eye in their direction with the look of, that's your ass, that they go into preemptive strike mode. And, I mean, it might even take a rebranding, just like Enron, went from Enron to WorldCom. Change the name. Call it something new. Fire everyone at the head, because they're all puppets for the fucking people who are making the money anyways. Like, we talk shit about Goodell. Goodell is the owner's bitch. And there's a reason Goodell is still the fucking uh, commissioner. commissioner, thank you, of the NFL, because he makes those owners money. So they'll get rid of the fucking puppet regimes that are on top of the NCAA. The owners who make money, people who make money, will install new people, they'll slap a new coat of paint on it, and they'll say, is that good enough? They might pay some heavy fucking fines. But as long as enough money exchanges hands, I have no faith that there's going to be real change. There'll be lip service, but that'll be it. Unfortunately, I agree with Chris on this. This is is a billion-dollar industry. They're not going to risk fucking blowing it up completely without something to take its place waiting in the wings.
2: The people who think the NFL is going to come crumbling to the ground. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, but it started to slip. Anyways. No, 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 listen to me. You're right, but it will take a while. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah.
1: But see, that's where I'm at with this, with the NCAA, all right, because, I mean, back with, uh, you know, Reggie Bush and handing his, his Heisman in and Notre Dame, and they got their fucking wins vacated, all these people that get their wins vacated, the death penalty to Michigan colleges, you know, shit just keeps piling up. This is like a volcano that has exploded. On the NCAA this year, all of these allegations, all of these incidences, all of these crimes that have come to light is like a big ass fucking eruption. Now, all of these little things where you put sanctions and death penalties and vacations and all of that shit, you did all of that and, and trying to hold it together, it exploded in your fucking face, man. And now you're fucked because you reported that you've, won, you've collected over a billion fucking dollars. And what did you do? You let all of these fucking
0: crimes happen. Yes, you gotta I, go. Dude, look, you are arguing into a mirror at this point. We all agree with you. But my problem is you keep going back and sensation. This is blowing up. This is a volcano. This is a hand grenade. This is, this is a fist up your asshole. Okay, we get that, dude. Now, what do you think needs to happen? Tell me how you want the shit to
1: be restructured. N- okay, the NCAA has to go. It's that, that. That's you have to have a. representative. But that's not realistic. Hang on, it is realistic. The NCAA has to go. You have to have a representative at each qualifying college for a for a sports team that monitors that college. Ha- have a whole office at every fucking college to monitor student-athletes and the programs.
0: This this is what you want the NCAA or whatever governing agency takes over or they rebrand themselves as. This is what you want them to do. That's what they have to do. That's the world you live in. Okay. You fall so far
1: behind the times that this is now the fucking measure you have to go to. Okay.
0: Now, Here's my question. Does that come out of the university's pocket or the NCAA's pocket so there is an office with a representative at every single fucking school that has college athletics? Comes from the school. You're going to see a lot of schools stop having college athletics. I'm not talking yeah. about U of M. I'm not talking about MSU. I'm not talking about Ohio State. I'm talking the smaller schools. Okay, and I'm okay with that.
1: I mean if that, you can't afford to protect the kids, you can't afford to have the fucking
0: program. That is why you're in the situation you're in. And why I agree with you on this point in this particular instance with the examples that we've been given with, with Nasser and everything. My concern is that starts down the slippery slope of, well, if you can't protect the kids, then the next thing is going to be, well, what about all these college football players and, and, and hockey players that are getting CTE? You can't protect them. So those sports got to go, because you know people who want college sports gone, and yes, they're out there, will use that as an excuse to fucking go, uh-huh, because you can't give these people an inch, because they're going to try to take a foot every time.
1: Yeah, but you can't just stand on the wall and say, well, I'm too scared to
0: step down. No, I agree with you. That's why That's why this entire situation fucking Sucks, because ultimately what always happens with the NCAA, with this fucking godforsaken shitty fucking organization, what always happens is the people who pay for the sins that were committed aren't the people who committed the sins. It's going to be Eastern Michigan University losing college athletics. It's going to be, you know, Central Michigan or some fucking, you know, whatever the fuck. It's going to be players who had nothing to do with this are going to feel the fallout. And we see it all the time in college sports. USC, the whole fallout from the Pete Carroll era USC didn't affect any of the people except for fucking Reggie Bush giving his Heisman back. But it didn't affect any of the fucking players that actually were on the team and maybe doing the dirt themselves at the time. That's what that's what sucks, and that's what's scary in this because this is these these girls that were molested have a right. To get justice the problem is is that it's just going to be that i'm seeing it as is this going to bleed over into other things that really have nothing to do with this but we're so fucking we've become so adept at at connecting dots even where they they don't connect period will force them to connect and this will be a chance for all the people the toxic masculinity the privileged people to come out and say, "See, it's all toxic. It's all horrible." I think you're in danger so,
2: of running into the sanctimonious attitudes like the Iceman's kind of got. Well, if you we can't protect the children, then you don't deserve it. I think there's going to be a lot more blow—that more kind of blowback than we think.
0: And I, I don't—I I can't agree with you. That it's sanctimonious, man. It's a legit fucking concern. But the problem is, you know that it's not going to stop with the gymnastics department, at MSU. We all know that if we're being honest. This will just be a springboard. This is all it ever is. That's the problem here. These are people that nothing is ever good enough. There is no compromise. Now, I'm with you, Rich. I, I, I see where it can
1: head. I can see where it's probably going to go. And if it heads that way, that's shitty. But something has to change, my
0: friend. And, that's, and that's, I, that's, I, that's where you and I meet at the same exact crossroads. I'm sitting there saying the same thing as you. <laughs> right it i
1: mean it it's if, if we go that route and it, it's masculinity and it's toxic and it then it's all gone well then that's what it is man but it's we've come a far cry from where we're paying athletes to to sign letters of intent all the way to like i said you're damn near getting away with murder you know the step down is is your really Fucking little kids.
2: Hey, I'll play the SJW argument here. So we care when it's kids, but when it's college-age women, we don't care. Baylor, looking at you. No,
1: no, that's that's the thing. We've come that far that it was just pay a couple of recruits and get a couple of blue chips to sign in my school, and you know I'm a booster. I'm 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 alumni. I want my school to win, so I'm going to pump some money into my school wink wink nudge nudge you know make my school colors proud all that shit we've went from all the way there to we we've already bypassed the women that got gang raped yeah we've way past that now we're fucking little kids and and that's that's not a metaphor we were actually fucking them and getting away with it for years no it's time but the
2: argument i'm making is i guess abuse is abuse man
1: Abuse is abuse, my friend, well, and you're right. Looking the other way in a different. rape of a
2: 25-year-old is just as bad as looking the other way of a rape of a fucking 12-year-old. And that's not true to me.
1: Really? Rape is rape, man. No, I agree. Rape is rape. And it should be charged and prosecuted and dealt with the exact same way. Mentally, not the same. The tw- 25-year-old is going to handle that way
2: fuck all different than the 12-year-old. Uh, all right, well, We'll agree to disagree because we need to end the show soon.
0: I mean, yeah. but honestly, dude, at that point, it, we're, we're really splitting hairs. We're arguing about whether it's worse to be gut shot or knee shot. Exactly. How, about I don't get, how about I don't get shot? How about 100%. That? Why do I have to get shot in the first place? That's that's Damn. really the question here. So, I and it's, here is where I'm at. I can understand. I would have to side with the people who are like, blow it all up, but I can't, I can't, I can't do it for the reasons they want. And I have to look at everybody affected by it and go, all you, all you freshmen coming in and all you people had nothing to do with this. I'm sorry. You got to pay the price. And then I got to look at everybody who fucking jumps out the fucking, the airplane as it's going down with their golden parachute and go, you fuckers. If there is a hell, you'll burn in it. Because not only did you, did you allow these girls' lives to be ruined, you destroyed the hopes and dreams of people who have worked almost their entire life to get to the point where they're at. But because the almighty dollar was more important than a human being to you fucking scumbags, it all has to be torn down now. See, that's when the, when they say the comet will be here in three days. Point me in the direction of their houses. Let's go to their neighborhood. <laughs> As as I I I throw them them out of their bunker and take it. (laughs) As I say all the time, just drag them out their house and the whole time they're screaming, just very calmly and quietly lean over, look at them and go, you ever see what they did to Mussolini? And start stringing them up. Because fuck it. They're absolute fucking scum. We all know this. And if this wasn't... If this wasn't a... Long history of covering up sexual assaults doesn't matter to me whether it was eighteen to twenty two year olds or twelve to fifteen year olds It's just there has there has to be something done period and and as much as i can as much as I can look myself in the mirror and be comfortable saying. As long as the football program and the basketball program weren't covering up assaults on their end, which is now seems to be coming out that they've been doing for quite a while now. I mean, more so than we even have gotten wind of and rumors of around here, then I would say leave them alone. But now that all this shit's come to light, it's just dead bodies floating to the surface. Oh, there goes another one. Oh, there's another one over there. And I just don't. I. It sucks, man. Because it's opportunistic people that are going to use this as an excuse to tear down something just because they don't like it. And what pisses me off is those people don't... Those people would have jumped on anything they thought it was going to give them the best chance to tear, tear down college athletics. It, this is just the perfect storm of bullshit for them to jump on. Because they can do what we love to do in this country. What about the children? And right there, people fucking lose their... You can... If you mention burning the flag, kneeling for the national anthem, or someone hurting children, this entire country loses its motherfucking collective minds.
1: Yeah. Period. And that was my point, Chris. It wasn't 25 or 12. It did. The the society says that the 12 is worse, and society will come to the rescue of the 12-year-old. They'll, they'll hold the 25-year-old, and you'll be strong, and you'll get through it, but the 12-year-old, they're they're coming with torches and
0: pitchworks.
2: That's fucked up. And, and someone getting taken advantage
0: of. Someone getting taken advantage of. Oh, you're absolutely right, man. You're absolutely right. And That's why in prison, child molesters and rapists get it first. That's there's there's your there's your two soft targets in prison. They hold their their neck and neck with each other. Soft pink targets. But all well, right. I well, I just wanted to say one last thing. I don't think this is an issue that's going to disappear off the of fucking. The radar, as much as I expected it to when we first started talking about it. I was absolutely wrong on that. I, This is going to be shit. There's going to be fallout. If we're around in three years in this podcast, we'll still be talking about the fallout of this shit.
2: Talking about when Izzo had to resign in disgrace. Actually, it's looking more like be Antonio. But, uh, you know, we get there when we get there, huh?
0: Izo <laughs> gets fired in disgrace, instantly becomes the Pistons' new head coach. <laughs> NBA calls him immediately. Hey, we got a place for you in the NBA, son. You like to cover up rapes? Mar- Mar- Marky Mark gets fucking let go as the head coach, instantly becomes the Lions' new general manager. <laughs> hey, you like to cover up rapes? Would you like to coach the Lakers? <laughs> oh, shit. Actually, you know what? You know what would be funny as hell is if D'Antonio got the boot, and then U of M called and was like, "Want a job? <laughs> Don't even really have to move. You can stay in Michigan. Keep you your know, house. We'll just, yeah, <laughs> commute to work. Not that big of a deal. Yeah. In fact, we're U of M. We'll send a helicopter to pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> we will put a helipad in your backyard, sir." All of, a sudden, all of a sudden, Harbaugh walks into his office one day, and there sits the athletic director for U of M and Marky Mark D'Antonio. And they go, "We got to talk, Jim." <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like and closing just, the door and closing the door in that meeting with the wink of an eye. The president of the NCAA.
0: Yeah! Oh, yeah! Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> for Harbaugh, that's going to be like walking onto the walking out to the front set of Jerry Springer, seeing your girlfriend, a chair for you, and another empty chair. <laughs> oh, this end well. Yeah, yeah. I'm fucked.
2: There's some black guy backstage.
0: You don't know. <laughs> I wonder what my kids. when water beaded it off my kid's hair, and he had a year round tan.
1: <laughs> Hope you brought your nut brass nuts.
2: See, there you go. We couldn't end on prison rape. We ended on a Jerry Springer fight. There you go. (laughs) With Jim Harbaugh. Hey, well, uh, we'll just wrap it up. Social media is at Podcast. You can email the show, supportyourpodcast. Christianmedia.net. If you're new, welcome. If you're not new, thanks for sticking with us. And either of you, tell a friend, because that's how this thing grows. We thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next week. All right, later, guys.
1: Peace out, y'all.